Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 63 of the Clockwork Cantina. I'm one of your hosts, Josh902. Oh, my camera got a little wonky there. Let me adjust that. And this is our other host. And I'm DT3. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. How you doing out there? Uh, welcome back to the show. We did not have a show uh, last week, but we have a show this week. We're going to be talking about uh, 1987's RoboCop, which uh, I watched yesterday evening. And Daniel, I believe, watched yesterday morning. I watched yesterday uh, morning, yeah. Uh, we, we watched, watched that. We've seen it already. It's just, yeah, we've yes. Watched. Yeah, we do a retro rewatch every once in a while. For those of you new that are like, what's retro rewatch? That's like where we pick a movie that maybe we haven't seen in a while. Could be a movie we've never seen before. Something that's a little old, a little retro. And we go back and we watch it and we talk about it. And we'll be talking about it in the second half of the show. But since we haven't done a show in a couple weeks, we have some catching up to do on a few news items and on what we've been up to. So, Daniel, what have you been up to the past couple weeks? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, a couple, well, I forget how long ago, but within the past two weeks, we've been watching the, some movies, some shows, uh, obviously playing some games. Like, I watched Spider-Verse and The Man from U.N.C.L.E. again. Uh, Josh was there for that as well. Yeah, it was the first well, time I'd seen the man from Uncle. It with a few because a few people hadn't seen the man from Uncle, so we were doing that. That's always that was always a good movie to rewatch. Um, and then Spider Verse is just awesome. It's just a great movie to watch as well. Um, yes, been playing some Old Republic, or I was playing Old Republic before we got trapped into the. Uh, the you know the addiction that is Red Dead Online. More oh more my god, we've been uh, super addicted to being cowboys lately. Because we've been playing a whole lot of Red Dead Online, partners. And I was looking at my Steam, and it's like in the last two weeks you've played Red Dead Online almost eighty hours, and I was like, that's like a full time job. That's <laughs> 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 <was> like fuck. <laughs> Let me, uh, last two weeks, eighty six point two hours. There you go, man. For me, yeah. Uh, so, I'm playing a whole lot of Red Dead. Playing a whole lot of Red Dead Online. It's 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 so much fun though. Like, I don't know, man. I just uh, I I really enjoy playing it. Uh, it's it's a lot better when you got a group of people. Uh -huh. um, yeah, it's uh, it's cool when you got a posse for sure. Yeah, and we've uh, had a lot of people playing with us. Yeah, there's been a lot of like swapping in and out for folks and. Uh, it's been it's been good. It's been fun. Uh, hopefully they they will add more stuff in the future. Because um, I this is like playing the game. It's like man, I wish there's, there was so much other stuff added to it. You know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's I really want maybe, bank robberies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, bank robberies and train robberies and oh man, it'd be it'd be great if they had more more stuff like that. Um, and if mm -hmm. they did like more stuff like in the towns themselves because some you go to some towns and it's like there's nothing to do so it's like give them a purpose to be you know to visit those towns you know what i mean other than just being like visit this town because it's a daily objective or whatever but yeah. anyway uh i watched galaxy quest for the first time and i liked it enjoyed it that was pretty cool uh 
A fun little movie. Yeah, fun little fun little thing. Um, watch Attack on Titan, of course. So I haven't seen. Well, actually, the new episode is tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I've been, been keeping up with that. Uh, yeah. Um, watched WandaVision. Saw the last two episodes. The last time we talked about this, we were on episode four? Five? Four? Some, something like that. So now we're, now we just watched episode six. The last time we talked about it, I hadn't even watched it yet, I don't think. And now I've watched Probably all of it. Not. I'm caught up. Yeah, so uh, we, we uh yeah, we watched the been watching WandaVision. It's been some pretty crazy episodes, pretty crazy episodes right there. Yeah, it's a good show. Um uh, play a little bit of CSGO because sometimes I feel like really you know, just feel like shooting stuff. Uh played Overwatch because of the uh the the event going on right now. Um there's there's the lunar event going on. So um yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, played played a bit of that, and then I've I've been play I've continued to play Breath of the Wild on stream since. Still haven't beat it. There's like so much to do in that game. What um, would you put your uh, time played at in that? By the way, I'm just curious. You, you have any I don't, idea? I don't know, but I think I'm like at over 20 hours right now because like mm-hmm. if I look if you look at the Switch thing, right, it'll tell you how many hours you've played in a game. Yeah. I I just haven't looked because uh I I always forget to check, but. I have I have a good a good amount of hours on that game now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to check next time. But gotcha. I, played good, I played a good 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 chunk of that game. Uh, we're still making progress. Still getting shrines. I, I I most recently got the master sword, so we have that for the for those who know what that is. Uh, got that. Got got filling up the hearts. I I did all did all the divine beasts and all that stuff. So yeah, uh, we're. We're 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 rolling, we're rolling. We're 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 doing good. I'm trying to, you know, continue with that. But uh, yeah, and then last week, last Friday, which was on the fifth, Friday the fifth, <laughs> I did a twelve-hour stream, which was pretty bonkers. It was you know to celebrate the milestone, a follower milestone that I had, and we did it, we reached it. Mm-hmm. It was cool, man. It it was. It was a cool stream. I I have it saved. I have it archived for whenever there was mm-hmm. a lot of games being played. There was a lot of people that played games with me. It was it was fun. Yeah, you know? I was in there, there. You were there for a bit, Josh. Yeah, yeah. We were all swapping out, playing different stuff. It was fun. It was good stuff. Yeah, it was a fun fun stream. Glad I did it. Uh, and yeah, it was it was awesome. So yeah, thanks again, everybody who was out there for that because that was that was pretty dope. It was a good milestone, man. You gotta celebrate those. Yeah, man. Uh, and then the last thing is last night I watched rewatched The Phantom Menace because uh, one of our friends at Amber uh, mm-hmm. has never had never seen it before. Uh, so we're gonna be uh, you know just taking her through the through the prequels. Uh, I might so. have to ask her thoughts on those and what she thought. Yeah, she uh, she we, yeah we watched well, she she watched Phantom Menace for the first time yesterday. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, good good stuff. There's so much so many cool little. Easter eggs and and things and and stuff about that movie because it's uh it's pretty great, pretty great. But yeah, that's 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 been pretty much it. Just and then just like again, a whole lot of Red Dead because we've been playing a lot of Red Dead. Yeah, like the main thing recently. When it when it comes to what I've been up to, it's pretty much everything Daniel's been up to. (laughs) Uh, Like it's a lot of just like I said, like we played over. 
like 80 fucking hours of Red Dead in the past two weeks on Red Dead Online. Uh, while it was $5, we got a bunch of our friends to pick it up, so that's what I've been up to, really. The only thing I've watched that was kind of new it not new-ish, but new-ish for me, was the, uh, I watched all the making of stuff for The Mandalorian. I hadn't watched any of it, and that's, that was pretty cool. I watched that, that was like two weeks ago, so my memory's fuzzy on all the cool stuff in it. But it was really cool to get to see everybody there and uh, talk about making that show, and, uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, but other than that, nothing really that I can add on. Like, most of it was stuff that uh, Daniel went over, like the movies and stuff. Really. Um, since that's all we've been up to, Daniel, if you don't have anything else to add, that is, we can move on to the news, which we have Let's a little bit of. All right. Uh... Let's hop into the news. All right, for the first piece of news we have here is uh, here's something that, uh, oh, man, Josh, can you believe it? Google Stadia shuts down internal studios. It's changing its business focus. Can you believe that the Stadia is mm -hmm. Can you believe it, Josh? Can you believe it? Well, we all <laughs> kind of saw this coming. <laughs> but it's also really weird because they had... Um, Jade Raymond, right, was like the person in, was, was kind of like the person in charge, right, or something on that. What's what's this article say, Daniel? Have you looked her over and got any of the she super was, details on there? So Jade Raymond was a she's like a veteran producer who like helped uh, like build on Assassin's Creed for Ubisoft, and then she moved to EA a couple years ago before she left to run uh, game creation over at Stadia. Uh, but she's she's also exiting the company now as well as part of part of this. Uh, That's so weird to me that they had Jade there, who we've known Jade Raymond for a long not no not personally known but known of her for a long time and all the all the especially with the Assassin's Creed stuff. But it's like anytime like she tries to make something a game or something. It it, it just falls apart. Like it's happened so many times. Yeah. Uh, so it was just strange. Also, because they it didn't seem like it was that long ago that they had announced Jade and being in charge of this stuff. Really? Maybe I'm crazy wrong, but I feel like I like it's only been like a couple of years. Like a big, it wasn't like a big thing. Yeah, it's like 2019, I believe. Yeah. Stadia, the late 2019 streaming platform. Yeah. Yeah. So like they never really got a chance to make anything. So it's, I don't know, it seems weird for Google to pull the plug on it a little bit, because like, I don't know, Google's strange. Uh, I watched a, another podcast and they were talking about this stuff too. Um, but yeah, we all kind of saw it coming, really, like, uh, it did not launch, did not have the greatest launch, the, no. some, of the, some of the things that they were asking people to do was a little crazy, like... You got to subscribe to this and you got to buy the games and all this rigmarole. Which was so uh, like, yeah, nah, dude. <laughs> like, why no would way, you? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. So going so, forward, what does this mean, Daniel? Uh, uh, what, what's their focus? The company here? plans to begin offering its Stadia tech to publishers, opening up the possibility for Stadia to become streaming tech for 
other video game companies. Uh, Google's head of Stadia operations, longtime console executive Phil Harrison, will focus on pursuing these new partnerships. Uh, he has a little. There's a little quote here uh, saying, "We see an opportunity. We see an important opportunity to work with partners seeking a gaming solution all built on Stadia's advanced technical infrastructure and platform tools." Harrison wrote in a blog post today. We believe this is the best path to building Stadia into a long-term sustainable business that helps grow the industry. Uh, mm. They will continue to operate the gaming, the studio, the Stadia gaming service and its $10 monthly Stadia Pro service. Uh, it's unclear if any exclusive games will still come to the service, uh, but it's indicated that it will still be bringing third-party releases to the platform. Uh, but yeah, it's it's yeah. This is all like really, really. I don't know. Like you said, it, we, we, uh, who didn't see this coming at this point? My uh, my only experience <clears throat> with Stadia was when they were testing it before it launched. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. The Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, that's how I got my copy of it. They give you a free copy of the game if you help them test out Stadia at the time. And I'll be honest with you, it ran fine. I felt like at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, but 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 um, I mean the tech seemed okay. Uh, but what they were asking is just too much, too too much in my opinion. Like uh, I wish I was more knowledgeable on it as a whole. So I could offer more <laughs> insight on it, but I really can't. Like, I I wasn't. The, it, we all kind of saw what was gonna happen with this. I think so. With that, with those. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's. Pricing. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, there, there was also something that uh, Jade Raymond had. Well, Jade Raymond had a little statement about her departure. Uh, so I'll go ahead oh, and read that out as well. Go ahead. Uh, she says, "I am proud of the team we built at Stadia Games and Entertainment." and the groundbreaking work on exclusive games for the platform. It was a difficult decision to take on a new opportunity, and I'll forever be grateful to this team for everything we learned and achieved together. So it just sounds like another, like, you know, another kind of, like, generic message of, like, yeah, you know, it was a, you know this is a good, mm -hmm. good experience and, you know, groundbreaking work. But, I mean, yeah, dude, it, it is it, – I hadn't thought of that, but it is interesting how you mentioned that, like, Everything, she, well, not everything, but the, the past couple things she's been like working on, I just haven't panned out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, wonder, I wonder, I wonder why that is. I don't know. Bad luck, maybe. Like just, it just happens sometimes. Possibly. Um, but I'm sure whatever she goes on to, whoever snatches her up, whoever gets Jade Raymond, is gonna get a a very smart, well educated, extremely experienced. Um, game uh, creator. Um, She's a veteran in this space, so yeah, definitely. yeah. Uh, it would be a probably a great asset for any of the uh, gaming companies out there. Yeah. All right. If there is any, any, if that is all there is for the Stadia stuff, we can move on to the next thing. Yes, indeedy. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, we have a trailer for the legendary edition of Mass Effect. Yes. 
So I know this is something you're very excited about. So when this trailer dropped, I watched it about six times. <laughs> um, and I, uh, I'll just be honest with you, I can't wait to go back and uh, get back into the Mass Effect world. We'll relive that story again, step into those shoes. Um, we could get in that starship, get into Normandy and take her for a spin. And uh, kick some alien butt in the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, so this this trailer came out. When did this come out again? This Maybe. was on the 2nd of February. Yeah, so it's been out a bit. A little bit. Um, I'm still excited for it. Um, uh, reliving all these uh, great moments. They're, they've made so many great changes. Um to it that I think they looked at a lot of the mods that people had made and looked at, at those that had like brought up the fidelity of the original Mass Effect and um I know for the uh female Shepherd in the default Mass Effect, um they hadn't really had a decision on on uh on what she should look like, uh but they have since I think defaulted it to the one that they created uh for Mass Effect three, I think. Uh, was when they first did the female shepherd, or maybe it was two. Um, but she's featured very predominantly in this trailer, um, which is awesome. She's looks like a badass. Um, they've gone back and fixed a lot of the bugs um, uh, that had uh, previously existed. Um, let me see if I can find actually a list of changes to the things they've done for this uh uh legendary edition <laughs> changes here so as uh, somebody who's never played these games that, that's a pretty good trailer um yeah it's a dope trailer trailer dope i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to getting into, into this and checking it out because it looks pretty cool yeah um uh so in the uh so yeah i got a list of changes i'm gonna read off just a few and then we'll move on because it was mostly the trailer. But I just want to point out some of these uh, things. Um, so uh, they redid the weapon. In the first Mass Effect games, weapons were restricted based on your class. They have changed that in the Legendary Edition. I think you can use um, any weapon with any class, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, you're, they're all going to have like some... Uh, you won't have like skills for those weapons, but you will be able to use them. Um, I know everybody loves the Mako in the original Mass Effect. There's a vehicle you drive around sometimes. I think they've redone the little controls, redone the controls for it a little bit to make it not as, uh, well, it will just be funny. It, it, let's be honest. It was kind of funny sometimes how it would act. It was just hilarious and, and also frustrating at times. Um, uh, the remasters, uh, graphics are looking a lot smoother, a lot better, um, uh, I've seen some screenshots, and honestly, the it looks. Uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? It looks almost like a completely different game. That's what I was trying to grasp at. Um, uh, the character creator is going to be improved. Um, we're going to have 4K resolutions at 60 frames per second. Um, and the last thing I want to mention is that they're not going to have the multiplayer that was in Mass Effect Three. That that is not going to be. Um, ported over um to that and one of the last thing one more last thing i'm going to talk about is that they changed some of the camera angles so mm. for anybody that played mass effect 2 
you all know what I'm going to talk about right now because there's been some 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 dramas on this, right? There's a character in Mass Effect 2. I'm not going to say her name because Daniel hasn't played the game. He's going to eventually. But she talks about how she's genetically engineered to be perfect. And there's a camera shot of her butt in the camera that is just like right up on it. They decided to change that. And like people are, are getting really boohooey, cryy about it. Dude, she's talking about being genetically perfect and exploited and stuff while the camera is right on her butt. I think it's okay that they changed that camera angle. That's all I'm saying. Um, but that's the yeah, they've made some changes. And it's just, hey, I man, saw that on Twitter this week and thought it was wrong? a little ridiculous. What's wrong with the booty? Man? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the booty, but <laughs> the just, but I, the con the context the context of the conversation <laughs> does not fit the camera angle. You'll no, see I it. When I, it I, I've, I've had that happen in uh, in another game too, where I'm like, are they focusing on like what? Like, what yeah. No, yeah, I, I tried. It's to. it's silly. I just saw yeah, a lot of people crying yeah. over it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, if if it doesn't make sense in in what's going on, then yeah, it's like, come on, just come on now. We we like the booty around here, but we need to have better context than that. Um. But yeah, uh, we have a release date for it now too, right? Or what? Do we already have one? Yeah, there is there is a release date for it. What was it again? I closed the stupid thing. Uh, May 14th. So in a few months, we will uh, have our hands on the Legendary Edition. And Daniel will be playing it. The and then time. we will have Katie on for a guest spot when we talk about Mass Effect. We'll, def we'll definitely talk about it. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, because uh, I know you're... Look, I know you're going to love it. Yeah. Uh, I already love it, and Katie definitely loves it, so yeah, it'll be a fun sure. time. I know she pre-ordered like the day it was available to pre-order. Yes. So, yeah, there you go. I could talk about Mass Effect forever, but I believe we should move on. We have another trailer. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, this is less of a trailer, but it's more of like a little like a video. It's like gameplay a yeah. snippet. Yeah, a little, little bit of a little bit of gameplay. This is this one's for Starship Troopers Turan Command. We have a little canyon ambush action going on here. Yeah. Which looks pretty cool because we're all we, we like Starship Troopers. We like RTS games. Mm -hmm. Combine the two and this is what you got, right? Yeah. Um so when I was growing up, I remember a game that was kind of similar to this. Um after Starship Troopers, the movie had come out where you controlled your little dudes. But I'm all for uh, taking on some bugs. You know, I would like to know more um, <laughs> would as like some to know more? about this game. Uh, <laughs> because it was funny because earlier, like just a few months ago, Daniel and I were just looking on like Steam or something. And we were like, man, I want a Starship Troopers game. And then I think Daniel had one on his wish list and I had forgotten about it or something like that. I can't remember exactly the, the context of it, but we but yep, we saw it again on, on, on the Steam and it was like, oh, fuck, we're getting a Starship Troopers game. <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, happening. Here it is. Okay. Uh, um, it's so it's it, it's it's cool looking, man. Yeah, the big bug shooting out the fire or whatever the hell run away. Mm hmm. Like, come on, you apes, you want to live forever. I'm uh. I'm excited for this. I I'm a big fan of the Starship Troopers movie just because it's like that 
It's a lot of fun. It's one of those it let's is. let's it action flicky alien menace type movies, you know. Uh, when almost whenever you know our buddy Thack is in Discord with us, we inevitably make some sort of Starship Trooper reference. Either would you like to know more, or it's afraid, you know, like <laughs> the fucking brain bug. But you know, we always joke around with it. Um, I'm doing my part. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, playing this game guarantees citizenship. You know, um, I'm excited for uh f to see more of this come along. You know, I hope it, the game is good because I love Starship Troopers. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, look, uh, it looks pretty cool. So we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that for. Yeah, let's sure. see what it. Here's just a little tidbit of what it says here on the video. It says. Terran Command is a thrilling real-time strategy game set in the Starship Troopers movies universe. Take command of the mobile infantry and do your part in the war against the arachnid threat. Ensure that human civilization, not insect, dominates the galaxy now and always. So there you go. Starship Troopers. The game. The, the game. The game. Yeah, but the, it looks pretty cool. We'll definitely be uh, checking that out when we get this chance because... Yeah, I'm all about like these uh mo these movies that we like getting getting mm -hmm. games like uh, I'll be honest with you like um, Troopers, Terminator, Predator like these are all these are all like cool ass you know movies I would, that uh, we like that are getting games so fuck yeah I'd play a first person shooter where you're like a fucking mobile infantry dude and running around I would too the... that's that's kind of what I was thinking of when we were talking about like you know a Starship Trooper game. You know, but it, mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense that they'd have an RTS one too. But I'm just like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, kind of like an RTS or like a third person kind of game, you know? Do it like that It'd Terminator game. Dope. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, which I still need to play. I still need to get, man. I, it's, mm -hmm. I, I, I really want to. I really want to play that. I would like to as well. Yep, 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 yep. All right, what's next? Next up, Blizzard has said. Activision Blizzard says that Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 won't be released this year in 2021. Um, hmm. How do you feel about that? I'm a little like, I don't know, because like... I'm surprised about Overwatch 2. I, I, I'm not as surprised about Diablo 4. I mean, Diablo has been the thing that like for years, you know, it's been like, oh, well, you know, when is that coming out? But yeah, Overwatch 2, I figured that like maybe it would be out this year. Because it's been, it'll be five years at some point this year that Overwatch, the first one, came out, right? Mm hmm So you figure that, like, something, right? Like, something, maybe? But, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's not coming out this year. I don't know. Um, is the is Blizzard still making content for the original Overwatch? Like, there hasn't been any new they do, heroes they have, announced or anything like that, is there? There hasn't been, no, not for a while. Okay. They, obviously, they keep, they, they keep doing the events. Like, there's the lunar event going yeah. on right now. But, but no, yeah, no. I was just wondering about heroes or maps or anything like that. I imagine they're throwing everything at Overwatch Two now. Yeah. Well, they said that. Uh, in, they stated in a news release that they did make significant progress on its in development titles for other key intellectual properties, which the company expects to fuel further growth in 2022 and beyond. <laughs> Um, what else we got here? Uh, yeah. Oh, 
Overwatch 2 and Diablo. Oh, 4. yeah. Overwatch 2 would reintroduce or introduce remodeled heroes and new faces alike, debuting dramatic cinematic with reassemble, reassembled Overwatch crew. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we saw the, uh, that like, you know, reveal cinematic that they had when they, you know, announced Overwatch 2 or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where we saw like how the character, you know, models are going to look different and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. There hasn't really been a whole lot of a whole lot of information on that for a while. And then Diablo Four has been in development for a while. Apparently, uh, the project having changed its direction multiple times. Uh, during BlizzCon 2019, game director Luis Barriga said Diablo Four will take the series back to its roots. Um, and yeah, like I said, Overwatch the original. Uh, released in May of 2016. So in May of this year, it'll be five years. And then Diablo 3 was released in 2012. So it's been it's been it's been a, a number of years for both of these games. Yeah, I understand the taking the time with Diablo 4 because Diablo 3 was universally pooped on by the players a lot. There were some questionable decisions with it. It had a real money auction house where you could literally spend real money. To buy items uh, that people put up on it, and just a whole lot of people stuff people didn't like. Uh, so I and it's changed direction so many times. I see them taking time with Diablo, Overwatch Two. I am surprised that it's not coming out this year because one, it's been announced for quite a while. They've been working on it for quite a bit, um, and especially since there doesn't seem like they're making more heroes or more maps for the original Overwatch, unless they unless they're doing something and haven't announced it, obviously, and I'm incorrect in in this assumption, which is perfectly possible. I'm an idiot on the internet, um, but I really thought Overwatch Two would be coming this year, so I'm surprised by them saying it's not. Yeah. Um. But we'll. We'll see, I guess. We'll be getting more info about this stuff, too. BlizzCon is coming up on the 20th. So yeah, be, so... That's literally a week from today, so... We'll that's see. next Saturday. Yeah. So, we'll have... Probably info that... we If we do a cantina that day, we'll have news, probably, about stuff. Yeah. About the BlizzCon stuff. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Uh... One thing that seems to be a great success is uh, Blizzard wise is the the new WoW expansion, so that people have been having a good time with. All right, what's next, bud? Next up, let's talk about the upcoming uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender and Korra tabletop RPG. Oh yeah, I saw this uh, on Twitter, but I didn't actually read the article. Yeah. So. Um, it's Avatar, The Last Airbender, and, and The Legend of Korra are coming to tabletop gaming space. Uh, there's a licensing deal between Viacom CBS and Magpie Games. Uh, both arrows will be depicted in these books, giving players the tools to create their own protagonists. Um, the role-playing game's core book is planned for a February 2022 release, and two supplements will follow. The first one to be released in August 2022 is named Republic City. Uh, Public City was the first, was in the Legend of Korra uh, as a newly industrial and modern city. 
uh, millions of people all over the world. And then the second supplement is called The Spirit World, and it'll be released in February 2023. Spirit World was a major element of both The Last Airbender and Korra, a parallel plane of reality full of spirits that embody aspects of nature or or creatures. Uh, So yeah, how do we feel about this uh, Avatar uh, Korra tabletop? I I think it's cool. Um I think it's uh, the perfect the perfect I think, uh, I setting think a for universe. a yeah, tabletop, a yeah. To, to, do, uh, exactly, to do that. Um I personally didn't watch Korra. I tried to watch Korra, wasn't a fan of it. I was a big fan of the OG Avatar, however. Um I think you watched both and liked Korra and the I, original. I, right? I like I, I yeah, I like I like both. Yeah, I like, I like both yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Um um, so Magpie videos. Games, uh, if you guys want to know just some of the stuff they've made, they've made, they did Mask, ma- Mask, ma- M-A-S-K-S, multiple Masks. Okay. Well, Masks. Um, but, so, yeah, it's hard for me, it's hard for me to say. No, you're good. We're trying to be clear for everybody here. You know? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, which is like a, a superhero tabletop, very young justice uh, type of a tabletop game. They also did the Root the role-playing game, which I have root the board game over there. You can't see it on camera, um, but I have it over there on the shelf. So that's some. Of, that's a couple of the things they have uh, made over there. Um, so they got some experience. Um, most of these uh, are are quite popular. Um, so I think it's in good hands. Um, but Daniel, did you see this? I saw something What's as that? well. That another thing. Based on one of our favorite shows, mm. that is also getting a role playing game. Which one is that? This would be the Dragon Prince Tales of Zadia. Oh no! Uh, I, did, I actually did th- not so, know about this one. So, so I saw yeah, this on ahead. Twitter. I think I saw it yesterday, and I meant to say something to you and completely forgot. Hey, so hey, man, you remember now? It's all good. Um. It's all good. So. Uh, so let me get more info for you guys on it. It has its own website, funnily enough. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I did not know about this. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even hear about it. So this, this, is, this is interesting. The Dragon Prince, huh? Um, so it's being published by Fandom Tabletop and Cortex. It is set for release in 2021. Oh, so this um, year. That's coming out even. That's coming out even sooner than than the Avatar. Correct. Um, oh wow! It it features uh, storylines between book three and book four that tra- uh, tie directly into the events of the series. Um, uh, you can be an el- one of the elves. You can be obviously members of the human kingdoms. Uh, players will take on the role of characters as they create. Uh, they create to bring uh, their own epic quest to life with friends. Uh, the experience consists of the core role-playing game, a digital companion, and toolset, a, co- a community content creation and sharing platform. Oh, that's interesting. And an organized play program that will give fans the opportunity to present in a connected, living story with other players around the world that will directly tie in with the action of the show. Hmm. Um. They're also going to include a campaign in it, I believe. Uh, the game's rule system, Cortex, has produced award-winning games in the universe of Marvel, uh, Firefly, Battlestar Galactica, 
Supernatural and more. Um, I can show you guys the website. Why not? Here you go. Whoop. Throw throw here's, it out there, friend. Throw here's it what it looks like. So, there limitless is, tabletop adventure in the world of the Dragon Prince. Tales of Zadia, the Dragon Prince role playing game, is about characters who experience love, war, family, heartbreak, and triumphs in the world of ground of the groundbreaking animated series. Your stores stories will come to life around the game table. With the award-winning uh, Cortex platform, the possibilities are as limitless as your shared imagination. You can go ahead and pre-order this if you're interested in it. Oh, look at that. Um, uh, you and your friends forge alliances, uncover secrets. Well, they have a whole website just ready to roll on this one, huh? I wonder how long they've been working on this and just kept it secret. Uh, I don't know. Like, they, like I said, because I haven't even heard about it. so I, I, I didn't either until, like, yesterday, man. I... Uh, they got like a rules primer, a, a, a play test. Uh, what's the learn more? What do we got if we click on learn more? Oh, we got some more more info here. I'm not going to read it all, guys. I want you to kind of uh, go and educate yourselves about it. Uh, mostly because I haven't used any of uh, these uh, settings or anything like that before. Uh, these creators' uh, systems. Systems. Gotcha. That's what I should be saying. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. I should be saying. Um... But yeah, that exists too. Um, and I think it's the fact that the Avatar thing was in there that triggered my mind that was like, oh yeah, the Dragon Prince also has one coming. Yeah, and if yeah. you know me, I'm probably going to buy them both and put them on the shelf. He's going to add them to the... Uh, collection. I have a collection of tabletop stuff, by the way. Uh, one thing I did do, I, I just remembered while we are on the subject of tabletop stuff, is I finished off my uh, physical book collection. I needed two more books. To completely have all the stuff I wanted for Dungeons and Dragons, I have all that stuff now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, interesting. Cool. Everybody's uh, getting that tabletop game, man. You know what? It's funny to hey think man, about. Like just a few years ago, it was almost like I say a few years ago, like like because it seems that way to me. But I remember a time where it was like gone. Nobody was really playing it. But yeah. it's come back in a big way with 5th edition and the success of online games like uh, Critical Role and uh, and other... Uh, and then like I think like Stranger Things helped as well when that came Stranger out. Thi yeah, Stranger Things also as well. You are 100% yeah. correct. So, uh, like, just with, an interesting within, thing to think about. Yeah, just within like the past, like under the past decade, I think. Like, mm -hmm. like the past, I don't know, six seven or even less than that like six six years or so five six years the resurgence of, of all this has been pretty uh pretty wild for sure um mm -hmm. but yeah man it's that's cool yeah there's just so many different like universes that that exist uh out there that are like prime and perfect for like D D and role-playing and tabletop so awesome. much so, man pretty cool man there's yeah. There's fucking aliens. There's superheroes. There's fucking... You could do a Predator game. That That is why I love tabletop games. You can you be anything, anything you want. You can tell any story you want. You're not limited by the rules of the video games or on the television or anything like that. You can do whatever you want. Like, like sometimes I'll be playing a game it's like, man, I want to go over there and... and I don't know. I want to I want to kill that dude and become king. Well, I can't. I am confined to this role that I've been set to in this video game. Right. But in D&D &D or any other world like that, I can go and do that. I, it'd be hard. Obviously, I'm trying but to kill a king and become king. However, there's at least a chance. <laughs> 
there's a shot at it. I can do that. Um, I as honestly, it's I love t I love tabletop RPGs, and I love uh, having a good crew to play with. So for sure, it's, for sure, it's so awesome to see it come back in such a huge way. Yeah. All right. What do we got next, Ben? Moving on. Uh, so we mentioned how earlier how we've been playing a whole lot of Red Dead Online. So let's talk mm -hmm. a little bit more about Red Dead Online and how the game's cost is going to be going up. So, so they're offering limited time goodies. Uh, Red Dead Online is currently only $5. Uh, and that'll be ending on the 15th, which uh, is in a couple, couple days. days. That's, on, that's till Monday. Uh, today... As as of today, the recording it's the thirteenth, so you have two days. Uh, you have till the fifteenth. Uh, Grab that shit. But yeah, there's there's like a a gift package that includes like a free horse into rank forty, a uh, free stable slot, five thousand XP for the Wheeler and Rawson season pass, uh, two free ability cards, a free coat, shirt, hat, and then like a a, a number of consumables and ammo and whatnot. Uh, all you have to do is uh, log in the game before the 15th. Uh, and there's a good rotation of uh, events going on as well. Um, yeah, and then if you have the trader rule, you get like 25 free trader goods and stuff like that. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, if you have... Uh, if you have the uh, the game... Log in before then, claim the goods. If you don't, you have a only a couple days to, to pick it up. Uh, we've been playing it a whole lot lately, so we definitely already snatched up and yoinked up those uh, those those goodies for sure. Even with the issues we've run into, it's worth five bucks. Oh, I've absolutely, got, five bucks I, for the game is more than worth it. I yeah. equate my time to two dollars an hour, right? So for me, just playing three hours, I've got my money's worth. I've played eighty hours. I've gotten so much more than my money's worth for the five bucks. So, uh, cough up the five, guys. I want, I need to rob more of you doing your runs. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, hey, like Daniel yeah, and I jacked yeah. a couple dudes the other day. We took their shit. So, just true, saying. true. We did. We did. <laughs> But you know, same can happen to you. So you just gotta be it's, careful. It has and, uh, happened to us. You got, you got, you got to, you, you know, it's, it's a robbery by rob or be robbed, partner. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a wild, wild time out there. And if you, you see them nefarious outlaws, you better run because there's a yeah. bunch of us. There, there is a whole lot of us out there. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So you have you have a couple days left for this uh, for this Red Dead stuff. If you guys are interested in that. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll go ahead and move on from that, however, because we've talked about Red Dead Online for a hot minute. Let's talk about uh, Prince of Persia and the Sands of Time. Let's. <laughs> we've talked about this previously, but now yeah, we have yeah, more we, info. We, we've talked about it a little bit. So we have we have an update from the dev team. Uh, they they put out a tweet, uh, and I will read uh said tweet here real quick. Uh, this is a update from the dev team, like I said. So let's let's read this. Hello, Prince of Persia fans. Since announcing the Prince of Persia The Sands of Time remake in September, we saw an outpouring of feedback from you on this beloved franchise. It is your passion and support that is driving our development teams to make the best game possible. With that said, 
we have made the decision to shift the release for Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake to a later date. This extra development time will enable our teams to deliver a remake that feels fresh while remaining faithful to the original. We understand the update might come as a surprise and we will continue to keep you posted on the progress of Prince of Persia the Sands of Time remake. In the meantime, we want to thank you for all for your ongoing support. Signed, the dev team. So they this game was originally supposed to come out like very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Like 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 very soon uh like i'm pretty sure it was supposed to be like march or something like that i think something like that yeah i remember it was supposed that to be like bit. march right um and they're delaying it to uh, you know they didn't they didn't add they didn't add a date this is the important thing about this they did not include a date so it's been pushed back indefinitely which i think this is a good thing you you put your game on hold and, and then you don't announce a date at all because you don't want another cyberpunk situation, right? Right. Where they're like, oh, let's we're gonna push back the game, and oh, it's coming out on this date. Oh wait, never mind. Let's put out another tweet saying a new date, and then it just you, you keep doing the same thing, right? So just say that you're delaying the game, and you know, just when it's ready, it's ready. Like that way, people won't be like, oh, you said it was coming out this day, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, I have so some. I, I have some footage I, from the trailer. Yeah, so there's the trailer, which previously, like, like I'm, like I'm very interested in playing this game. I'll play it at some point. Mm-hmm. But like my biggest complaint about this, like remake, was like the look of it. Yeah, it, it looks look, like it to me does it not look, look the best. It didn't look that great, to be honest. I was like, well, hopefully they continue to work on it, and I guess yeah, they uh, they they're doing that now. So that's yeah. that's very very cool. And I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to poop on the people making it. They're working oh, their tails never, off, never, obviously. No, no. Yeah. No. Uh, but it it needs it could it needs it needs some work. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like take your yeah. time with it. It's a much beloved franchise. Um, um, I know we all remember those fucking old ass commercials where they had like Godsmack playing on the television with the prince running around killing people. Well, at least I remember those. Uh-huh. And, uh and and you know if you pull off this remake right the prince of persia could make a comeback you know yeah man I, i'm i'm about it bro i'm about it i, I i'm i'm definitely uh definitely looking forward to playing this when whenever they like can 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 get it uh the way they want it to be you know so yeah i'll definitely be checking that out for sure. For it was sure. a much it was a much beloved series, right? Like Prince of Persia's been yeah. around a long time. Then they came out with the original Sands of Time. They did that trilogy. Then they did a different Prince of Persia with a different prince. Yeah. It didn't it didn't make big money, but it was still pretty good. And then it didn't do enough for them to be like, we need more of these, right? So if we come back and this remake comes off right, we could see a new Prince of Persia. And I I would like that. You know? Yeah, and then they did that that movie like ten years ago with Jake Gyllenhaal and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that uh, that was the thing. Give me the dagger. That was the thing. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> if, they made, if, it, if if they made that movie nowadays, Jake Gyllenhaal would not be playing the. Movie. No, no, that, no. I, I, I think it's funny, you know. But anyway, uh, yeah, we we can go ahead and move on from Prince of Persia. It looks cool. 
again, I th- this is one of the games when we did the uh the, the preview for the year. It's one of the games that I had uh, like jotted down as like I this is one of the ones I'm looking forward to for this year. So I'm glad that they're taking their time to make it uh the best remake it can be. So shout out to mm-hmm. the dev team for doing that. I I was uh, curious, say when I when I went before we before we move on really quick. Okay, um, go for it. while we were watching that trailer, the yeah. trailer's PS4. Was there gonna be a PS5 version of this remaster? Not that I'm aware. That but could be a reason for the delay if they were going to port it over the PS5 instead of it PS4. There could be. It could be one of the reasons. Why. I thought that might be worth bringing up here because I did yeah, notice yeah, that no. when I pulled that video up uh, real quick. So they might be... If they're going to throw it on PS5, I'd make it look even better. They were 10 times better than what that looked I like. I mean, yeah. All right. What's next? Moving on. Uh, the Epic Game Store dropped a pretty big... Uh, announcement uh and that is that king the kingdom Hearts series is finally coming to pc on march 30th and it'll be an exclusive to the epic game store um so they're going to be having the kingdom hearts uh hd 1.5 plus 2.5 remix uh kingdom hearts so okay can i i'm gonna go on a little rant here <laughs> go for it i know exactly what it is i who names this shit Let's i don't know who names this? I'm, I'm going to read you some names, okay? And tell me if any of this shit makes sense to you. We have Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix, Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 358 slash 2 Days, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Recoded. We have Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter. First of all, First of all, how do you go from from 1.5 plus 2.5 to fucking 2.8? What the fuck is a 2.8? <laughs> you don't don't we usually go from 2 2.5 to 3? Why we don't we don't go to the middle, the numbers in between, man? What the fuck is a 2.8? Why are these random ass numbers and words and stuff combined together? So anyway, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final chapter prologue, whatever the fuck that even means, because apparently that doesn't include the second game. The second game is in the Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 remix. Uh, so anyway, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue has Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance HD, which I have no idea what that even is. Kingdom Hearts, here's one, 0.2 Birth by Sleep, a fragmentary passage. Kingdom Hearts X back cover. It's apparently a movie. Yeah. And then they're doing Kingdom Hearts 3 plus Remind DLC. And then there's Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. So I don't... Okay. Maybe maybe I can clear some of this up for you. Sure. So, but, but so for you some that, reason... I'm just yeah, gonna, go I'm just going to explain my history with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I played the first two original games back on the PS2 years ago when they first like came out. Like, I remember playing 1 and 2, and that's it. I don't know what, like, any of this other nonsense is and why there's, like, 0. 0.2, 2.8, 358-2, fucking uh, carry the 1, all this other bullshit, you know? <laughs> so that's that's my experience with Kingdom Hearts. I think they're whatever, like, it's not my favorite game series, obviously, but I think they're pretty neat for what they were at the time. I haven't played the third one. Uh, so anyway, 
Go ahead, Josh. It's, it's, so please, please make sense of this because what the fuck, dude? So the one point fives and the two point fives, I can't. I don't remember exactly why changes in those, but I do know that uh, the recoded, the birth by sleeps, all of those were like mobile games that came out on like, um, like the PS Vita and stuff like that. Those handhelds that PlayStation had for a while. The PSP, uh, the PS Vita uh, ones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. As it, it's been so long I've forgotten what the fuck they were called. PSPs. Um, PSP, PS Vita, yep. yep. Um, and then they had some that were also on like mobile phones, right? So Dude. don't ask me why. Um, and and then they'd go back in, in, in HD and five bunch of stuff and, they, and more cutscenes and crap like that. Yeah. And it's just... It's a convoluted fucking mess. It all is. right? I agree then, with Daniel 100%. It's a then, fucking disaster. And then not only that, but apparently like the story to these games are all kinds of fucked up. Like what like the timeline is all fucky and then like I I don't know, man. I like I hope nobody comes to me asking about Kingdom Hearts cuz I don't know what the fuck is going on here. I think uh -uh. the I think the concept of the idea is interesting you know you have disney characters and, and final fantasy and you know wh whatever the hell right i think it's like that's a cool idea but the way they go about it, i'm like what the fuck is going on in these fucking games man i don't know i don't know anything i don't know anything so uh yeah. they took so but, long to make three they made all this other crap <laughs> and threw I mean, it out for there real. And they're like, oh, PSP, you get one. PS Vita, you get another. Fucking, you're on a, you don't have any of those. You just have a phone. Yo, we got you, fam. You're getting one on the phone too, because why mm -hmm. not? And not only that, apparently they all have their own stories, which are like canon, right? But yeah. you could before before this announcement, you couldn't be like, like you have to play that uh, that on that mobile thing to get that part of the story, right? So it's like. If you want the complete 100% Kingdom Hearts mother effing story, which by this point, if you're three games in, you probably want to, right? Like, you're committed sure. at this point. Yes. Um, like, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, you're crazy. Yeah. This series is bonkers, man. It's, I don't... I played the first two games. I liked them. I liked them just fine. I'm not crazy over them, but they're fine. Um... But I shouldn't have to worry about, okay, I want to play uh, 358 and a half recoded 1.5 remix 3 to get to that end story. That's crazy. What Straight were you up, guys dude. thinking? Straight up, dude. Oh, man. That's like facts right there, dude. I, I don't know what I don't know what they were thinking, man. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I think that's enough ranting on Kingdom Hearts because we got other stuff to get to. But yeah, let's move on. There you on. go. If you're fans of Kingdom Hearts... For one, I'm sorry. I feel sorry for you that you have to deal with all this crazy nonsense. But I'm sure if you're a fan, then you you're all about it. Uh, and and if you haven't played these games because you you're on consoles only and you didn't have a console, they're on PC now or they will be on March 30th. So all right, we were raining really hard. I do think it's really dope they're coming to PC though. That is pretty cool. Uh, since they were on the consoles for so fucking long. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Uh... So congratulations to the Kingdom Hearts people. You're, and we look forward to Daniel's run of all of that. No. Nope. Coming up on his next stream. Nope. Nope. I ain't playing that, dude. That's one of those games that I played in the past in my younger days on the PS2. And I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. All right. What's next? 
that's it for gaming news unless you got something man and uh i can let me just do like a hot quick do a little search otherwise well we can move on to tv news and uh, tv news we got a couple we got a couple trailers here to start off real quick do 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 anything that's anything. it for, that's that's if josh is anything for gaming news because there was uh, a new trailer for death loop did you watch it i didn't actually know we can throw that up there and check it out how long oh it's 30 seconds just a, oh god that's so loud We'll we'll check it out. It's only thirty seconds long. This is on All Twitter right. though, so it's not going to be the best quality. Um, Throw it up! Throw it up! Two rival assassins, one deadly time loop, and also we rob dishonored. <laughs> well, I mean, it's made by the same people, isn't it? Arcane. It's true. So they they rob themselves. They rob themselves to make the exact same game with a little different art style. Looks like in a time loop. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's an interesting game. You know, I'm I'm curious about Death Loop. Will it be better than Hitman? Who knows? We'll see. Find out next time on whenever the game comes out. Anyway, uh, so there, uh, that's all we got else. for gaming news, right? That that was that was literally it. Yeah, we can move on. All right, so moving on, we have some Pacific Rim: The Black. Uh, things we have a date announcement trailer and then we have an official trailer so we can you can throw those up here real quick. yeah here's the date announcement trailer got it on there for you there you go there you go um so there is a there is they're doing a fucking pacific rim animated show which is not something that i i will say i haven't watched these trailers yet oh okay so this is the first time I'm watching them. Right. You're getting my live reaction. Already, but... Gotcha. What are your thoughts? No, I'm just... No, Pacific you were. I interrupted you. Those... I mean, sorry. Go ahead. That's, what no, I'm that's good. Say. I was just going to say Pacific Rim is one of those series that's like... I think it's pretty like perfect for, for like animation or anime or whatever. Because, you know, mm -hmm. it's big fucking robots fighting big fucking monsters, right? Yeah. Um... So here we go. March fourth is when that's coming out. The only thing that I will say though about this is that like, I don't the animation style like the CG kind of thing is kind of it reminds me of like, like that. Uh, what was that? What was that thing we watched? The that, um, it reminds me of like Genlock kind of. Yes, yes, that's exactly what was in my head. Genlock. I couldn't yeah. think of the name of it. It does yeah. make me kind of think of it. It reminds me kind of of that. Um, Although as they're as they're moving in this tra trailer, we got I got the launch trailer up now playing. Yeah, it looked a little a little janky there for a minute. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a little weird. I I don't know how I feel about this animation style completely. Yeah, it's, it's a little odd. I prefer more of the like Castlevania Netflix style art uh, uh anime uh, uh Yeah, this one's a I'm little bit more weird but i mean whatever i'm not I mean, as I'll... crazy on the cg style animes i'm, I'm yeah. like i'm with jake on that i'm not as crazy over it i can watch things with it but i, I agree i agree I, I tend to agree with that although this is pacific rim so i'm still gonna give it a shot and check it out yeah but um yeah i don't know the look of it is not my favorite like i watched dragon's dogma and i liked it but i mean yeah the end the, the animation style was just it was for me. It was kind of. It was pretty bad, to be honest. I kind of got used to it over time, but it was. It was not. It's not my favorite at all. I mean, this looks like a video game. 
When I see this style, I think video game more than a yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. Like an anime it, video game. Yeah, that's that, that's that's what it looks like for sure. Yeah, those those uh, anime games, you know. Persona. Persona, which uh which I I haven't played any of them. Josh has, I haven't. I was going to say Strikers came out this past week and it got good reviews. I might play that. At some point. But anyway, yeah, Pacific dude. Rim anime. Giant robots fighting giant monsters. I'm about it. I'm about it. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, we should make a tabletop on it. We'll build our own robot. Uh so this is soonish as well, March 4th, a couple months. Next next month now, right? Holy shit. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah, I said a couple months. Yeah, it is next month, literally. Jesus, we're in February right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, the, we lost January pretty quick. We're, we're, we're in February now. Yeah, okay. Damn. All right. Well, yeah, there you go then. Uh, uh, we'll check it out. We'll talk about it on the show, I'm sure. Yes, yes, yes. I'll, I'll at least give the first episode a go. Yeah. All right. Uh, is it, so, mul- it is multiple episodes, right? It's not like a movie. Yeah, it is. It's it'll be, it'll gotcha. be a, a, a multiple episode dealio. Um, gotcha. So, we can move on to our next topic here. Uh, so this next one is uh, it's something, but I figured we would talk about it because we both, it, it has to be acknowledged. Yes, Josh and I both love the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Gina Carano was he was a uh, she wasn't like. It's hard to describe her character because she's like Cara Dune is like a, a pretty like major side character in this show, mm-hmm. right? Like she's not in every episode, but her, but Car Cara Dune is is pretty it was a pretty significant character in uh in uh in the Mandalorian. But Car or, or Gina Carano uh has been for a while now uh making some not very uh i would say very smart uh posts on her social media uh i i don't know why or what compelled her to to uh you know go about tweeting this stuff but basically we're just gonna go ahead and 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 read off the uh, the the story here because it'll probably explain the situation better than I could. Uh, yes. So Lucasfilm calls Gina Carano's social media posts abhorrent. Uh, she is no longer em- and 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 as a result, she is no longer employed by Lucasfilm and The Mandalorian. Uh, so she's been making a lot of uh, uh, social media posts recently, uh, and there was Lucasfilm released a statement on Wednesday night with a spokesperson saying Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm and there are no plans for her to be in the future. Nevertheless, her social media posts denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. So Gina Carano played a uh, card Dune on the first two seasons of the Mandalorian. And, uh, you know, she was a character that could have still been around uh, even after season two. But uh, it doesn't appear that way anymore. No. Uh, uh, she uh, shared 
She shared a TikTok post comparing the divided political climate in the U.S. to Nazi Germany. Uh, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone from their political views, she wrote. Uh, another Instagram story featured several masks covering their face and head with the caption, Meanwhile, in California. Uh, she then, however, deleted the post from her Instagram. Uh, and then she's just been throwing out, like, with these wild-ass, like, tweets and, and, and images and and yeah, it's it's so weird, like seeing some of the like I don't know, like. And then the weird thing to me after all this even happened was that like after she was fired and after all this stuff, she like doubled down and like, mm-hmm. like like now she's working on something with like Ben Shapiro of all people. And you're like, really? Like that's that's what you're doing next? Instead of like trying to like learn from your mistakes and try to become a better human being, you you just doubled down and continue to be a fucking lunatic like i don't i don't man that's just my opinion on it though i mean I, yeah look man i don't i don't really know what to say or how to address any of it really i'm not a super educated person on it i do know that she, what she posted was a really dumb thing to post uh and i will also say in this country you can say whatever you want however that does not make you immune to the to, to the consequences of the of your actions so and, the, and the, doing that, right? Like the best way to describe that, Josh, is freedom of speech is not freedom of consequence. Exactly. And just because um, she she's going out there saying all this stupid stuff, sure she can do that, but she's mm-hmm. under contract with Lucasfilm and Disney. <laughs> exactly and, and, right. Know, so it is therefore their decision to cut her loose because exactly right. she is working for them. So like I mean come on like it's it's not difficult to uh like she's just been doing so much stupid shit lately it's like I I like the character of Cara Dune like I like, like the I, character I, too the character was so cool I thought she was a badass character but but Gina is a terrible she's 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 I man she's doing some stupid shit All I can say is I hope one day they wake up and and smell the roses. Yeah, well, she said uh, she also uh, she also like said something like they can't cancel us if we don't let them or something. And, and apparently now she said she tweeted out this is just the beginning. Welcome to the rebellion. Like well, like who, like who says some shit like that after after what just happened, man? Like let's be real, dude. Like like why would you even like like what what do you what do you mean this is this is just the beginning? Welcome to the rebellion. Who the fuck do you think? Like what do you what do you what is this? Yeah, she like quote tweeted fucking Ben Shapiro's tweet of like they can't castle us if we don't let them. And she actually yeah, said this is just the beginning. Welcome to the rebellion. Like, lady, you're fucking insane. I'm sorry. Like, that's anyway. I I, I hopefully she can eventually like learn from all this, but she's just going down a path that is not not great. Not great. But anyway, Cara Dune no longer will be a character from The Mandalorian. Now, 
this leads me, Josh. This is here's a question for you, mm-hmm. which people have been have been one asking about on Twitter and all that stuff. So people want. So now that Gina's gone, right? Yep. Pe- people like myself and you and a mm-hmm. bunch of other people like the character of Cara Dune, right? So people are asking the question: Should we recast her with somebody else? There's been a campaign for people to get Lucy Lawless to replace her. There's been, you know, whatever, this and this person. So, are you on board? Well, first, which, first of all, Lucy Lawless, like, she's great, but no. I'm sorry, no. Uh, first of all, like, Lucy Lawless is, uh, she's she's a bit older now, right? Like, she's, I don't know, it's just, like, you're, you're getting a, a younger-looking character and replacing them with it. I don't know, it's just, but anyway, the whole point that I bring up is, would you like to see the character of Cara Dune uh, recast or are you in my boat which I'm just like as as cool as the character is just get rid of the character like I don't like I don't need to see the character anymore like I, I was a fan of the character but I would pref- I would rather the character not be recast anymore because it's just it's, it's like let's be real it's always weird like f- like for example do you remember in the first Iron Man when we have Terrence Howard as Rhodey right mm-hmm. and then he's like Next time, baby, and then next movie, it ain't him. It's Don Cheeto, baby, and then he gets <laughs> he gets to use the suit. Like you never even got the chance, Terrence Howard. Uh, I don't know. I just I generally personally am not a huge fan of recasts. Like if you like, there are certain situations where you have to do it. You know, like like the Paul Walker stuff maybe was a situation to do it. Whatever with the Fast and the Furious movies, which again I'm not a fan of those movies, but like you know. I can see where there's certain situations where you have you like you have to recast, you know, for something. But um I generally particularly am not a huge fan of them. So for me, this is just for me. I would rather them not recast the character of Cara Dune and just write her off or or something. Like just just get rid of the character. As cool as she is, personally, I would rather she not be recast. Anyway, Josh, the floor is yours. Um I am in your boat. I would rather okay. we're in Star Wars. We're in a universe of characters. We don't need Cardu. We can get we we can have strong an, another strong female character because that's uh, for real. There's already a lot of those in this show alone. Exactly. There's, there's a lot of badass women in the Mandalorian. Like you uh-huh. could, you could get rid of Kara and then like introduce another one or if you wanted to, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of badass women in this show already. Yeah. Like, you don't need you don't even you don't need to do Cara Dune, you know what I mean? Like it's fine. No, like And again, and this look, is speaking as somebody who liked the character of Cara Dune. Yes. Likes, I, I like the character of Cara Dune. But it's just like I, I I just I don't don't recast it. That that's that'd be weird. But again, this is just my opinion. I'm just stating my opinions. Some people want her to be recast and you know more power to you, but I'm saying that for me personally, I would rather them not do that. Look, the people that run that show, that, that run The Mandalorian, they know what they're doing, right? They've had strong female characters in animation. We've had um, Ahsoka from The Clone Wars. We've had uh, Hera from Star Wars Rebels. Strong female characters. They do not... Cara Dune... Strong... Strong... I mean, we don't need her. Strong women characters have been in Star Wars from the very start. With, exactly. Uh, with Le- with Carrie Fisher as Leia from the very first movie. 
that's always been something that has been in Star Wars. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but, uh, but um, yeah. anyway, uh, I'm definitely yeah, not big on the recasting. To me, it's weird too. It's like I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I I'm fine with new, bringing in a new character. Um, I mean, yeah, you could do that, or like there are some characters that have been introduced already that haven't got a whole lot of things to do, right? Like, uh-huh. there's one like the armor. She's a cool ass character that we haven't really explored a whole lot of. Make, give her a bigger role, right? Like, oh, I fully expect her to have some stuff coming up for sure. Yeah, so like, there's characters like that that you could, you know, we don't, we don't need to have Gina around, man. Just you, know, you bring the armor, you, you replace her with the armor or somebody else. So anyway. Uh, but yeah, the whole Gina thing is a mess. I'm I'm, I'm glad she's gone because, as much as I like the character, she's just not a great person. So, yep. Uh, that's I guess that's the end of that, huh? You got anything else to top that conversation off with, Josh? No, I was just thinking about um different types of characters that could come in. I know, I know um that character was uh. A body, a body positive character for a lot yeah, of uh, for, for, yeah. uh, viewers yes. um, that she made them like, feel better and kind of inspired was, them to be stronger. She was different from the typical, like, uh, you know, she, she was she was like a, you know, a, a woman that could that could take some licks and, and like, you know, put, be up there with like, I mean, this shit, there's the episode of the Mando where she like, you know, goes toe to toe with him, right? Like. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, for sure. Like she's definitely like you're saying a body positive character for, for women and and you know something they could, you know look look towards for inspiration and whatnot. But I mean, I mean, dude, I just <laughs> we have no one to no one to blame but Gina on this one because she's the one that fucked it all up, you know. Yeah, um, my anyway. mind is just was just going on like characters I would add in personally, but what I would do doesn't. It has no bearing on it, but um, I'm fine with with uh, bringing in a new character or expanding an existing character into a bigger role. The recasting idea, I get it. People like the character, but I think it's just a little too... It would be I... uncomfortable and also weird. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, recasting is always a little weird in my opinion. That's why I don't generally... Uh, but I, I have fa- like I faith in those, in those creators... Like by leaps and bounds, so. Um. Yeah. Well, we can move on to the next topic from that. We spent a little bit of time on that. Uh, so you know how we've been talking about the Last of Us is doing a TV show, right? Yes, sir. Well, we finally have our Joel and Ellie, uh, because it was confirmed that Pedro Pascal is going to be playing Joel, and. (laughs) Bella Ramsey is gonna be Ellie, so we have two Game of Thrones alums playing uh, playing our our main characters here. Uh, now personally, I think these are solid choices. I like them both. We have uh, you know Oberyn himself, the you know the Mando. We have uh, and then uh, Lady Lady Mormont, dude. Like that's yeah. that's solid, dude. I think these are some some super solid choices. I'm about it. It's a great uh, choice. They're both yeah. great choices. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Uh, we love Pedro. I, Everybody else loves Pedro, but obviously dude, he's getting he's, cast in everything now. Yeah, he, like we joke about that, but he's literally in like a bunch of shit. Like I, I keep hearing news about him getting casted in like everything, dude. Like it's no mm-hmm. not even funny, dude. Like 
But also, I made I was making the joke with the Baba that like, yo, we have our Joel is a Latino now, so we're gonna call him Joel. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yo, fuck calling him Joel. That you got Pedro Pascal playing this man, so we gonna call him Joel. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. But but anyway, yeah, we 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 got a we got a solid uh, we got some solid casting here, man. I like both choices. Think they and did we, well. We like Lady Mormont. She yeah, was one of the best ass, best parts of, of Game of Thrones, even though the role was a little smart. They uh, small. They expanded it because they loved her so much, and she is a great character in that show. Yeah. She's a great actor in that a- actor in that show. She's gonna be a great Ellie. Like yeah, um, yeah. I, I can I can. It, it's it's gonna be good. It's it'll be good. It'll be good. I, I'm I'm looking forward to the show. Like I'm not a. I haven't really played the game too much. I only played it a little bit. The first one. And um, uh, I'm I'm definitely interested in watching the show now. Like the casting has immediately made me like, all right, I gotta watch this now. Right? Like, yeah, that's usually how it goes. Like, let's see how who they who they have, how you know, how they shape this thing up. And so far, it's shaping up to be pretty pretty solid. So that's exciting. That is exciting for sure. So that's that's some good shit. Yeah. That's dope ass shit, actually. Uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, the prequel House of Dragon has added four people to its cast. How large is this cast now? I feel like they're always adding know. people. They're... So we have Steve Toussaint, Reese Ifans, Eve Best, and Sonoya Mizuno are all joining the House of Dragon. They joined previously uh, unannounced stars uh, Patty Cosendine. Con- Kaz- Olivia Cook, Emma Darcy, and Matt Smith. Uh, House of the Dragon is set a few hundred years prior to the events of Game of Thrones and tells the story of House Targaryen and the Targaryen Civil War that became known as the Dance of Dragons. Uh, Toussaint will star as Lord Corliss uh, Valerian, a.k.a. the Sea Snake. Uh, Lord of House Valerian, uh, Valerian Bloodline as old as House Targaryen. As the Sea Snake, the most famed nautical adventurer in the history of Westeros, Lord Corlys built his house into a powerful seat that is even richer than the Lannisters and the and that claims the largest navy in the world. Uh, sorry. Uh, I was I was just like, God damn, that's all that rhymes. <laughs> the Lord of House Valerian, a Valerian bloodline has sold this house to Like that shit was like well, the fact that because... you that you read it and didn't stumble, like I would have stumbled all over that. Hey man, I, I, I'm used to reading all kinds of shit like this. No, anyway, that was crazy. Uh, I was just no, I was gonna say like that, that's just like Game of Thrones names in general, though, right? It's like Targaryen yeah, so this and Valerian that, and fucking you know blah 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 blah, you know. Rhaenerys and Daenerys and all that shit. Uh, well, who else do we have here? So Ifans will play Otto Hightower, the Hand of the King. Sir Otto loyally and un- and faithfully serves both his king and his realm, as as the Hand sees it. And the greatest threat to the realm is the king's brother Daemon, uh, and his position as heir to the throne. Uh, Bess will appear as Princess Rhaenys uh, Valerian. A dragon rider and wife to Lord Corlys Valerian, the queen who never was, uh, was passed over as heir to the throne at the Great Council because the realm favored her cousin, the Viserys, simply for being male. Uh, and then Misuno will join as Misaria, 
she came to Westeros with nothing, sold more times than she can recall. Uh, she could have wilted, but instead she rose to become the most trusted and most unlikely ally of Prince Daemon Targaryen, the heir to the throne. So uh, there we go. We got some. You... We got some uh, characters and some character descriptions. How do we feel about this Game of Thrones thing? This prequel. Uh I'm I'm uh, cautiously optimistic. I uh, it's it's not connected. Or I mean, it that's the wrong word to use because it's clearly connected to Game of Thrones. But it what I meant to say is the dude, the showrunners of that show are not connected to this. So I am therefore immediately more enthusiastic about this than that because they're not involved because the problem with those guys is that they could uh what's the they can adapt the book into the show perfectly but when it was time for them to come up with new material they uh shit their box they shit their chonies if if, if that makes sense (laughs) they didn't know what the fuck they were doing which is why we got that garbage that we got at at the end of the you know the last few seasons uh of, of, of that Sorry, guys, um, my glasses are like yeah. running my nose. I'm falling. sorry if you like if you like the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones, but they are not as good as the previous. No, yeah, no, those dudes sucked. We'll just be honest, they sucked. They sucked really bad at making shit up. They're not very uh, good at it. Anyway, uh, in terms and- of of this story, I'm uh, I'm interested in it. I'm cautiously optimistic in it. Um, it'll be interesting to see Dance of Dragons. I'm kind of curious to how they're budget's gonna be for something new uh ish like it's got the name game of thrones but are they gonna put the more money into it like dance of dragons we're gonna have dragons right we we gotta they gotta look good which means you gotta pay so i wanna i wanna take i want a trailer at some point to to uh to whet the appetite and see how that's gonna turn out so Uh yeah. Yeah. Um so the House of Dragon will have a ten episode uh series order or, or episode order with a twenty twenty two debut. So next next year we're gonna we're in ten episodes for season one. Alright, well we can go ahead and move on Sorry, to our to our movie news. Glasses. Yeah, movie news. Let me Alright, uh, what do we got? We have some Marvel news, and it's in particular some Captain Marvel news. Oh man, oh Captain! And that is Captain. that Zaw Ashton uh, is tapped to play the villain in the Marvel sequel. Uh, so the actress from Velvet Buzzsaw, Zaw Ashton, has been set to play the the villain in the next installment of the Marvel franchise. Uh, Nia DaCosta, who's directed the anticipated reboot of Candyman, has been tapped to direct. Um, I'm trying to see who she's supposed to be, because I think they said she was going to be who their character was going to be, but uh, I don't know if it says here in this article that I'm reading from. I might have to just look it up, but she's but yeah, Zaw Ashton is gonna be the the is the actress behind the villain for Captain Marvel two. Uh, I'm trying to see if it says who the villain is. I'm looking at multiple places just so we can like make sure. Uh, if it's there, if they like have it there. 
but no, I, I guess they don't have who she's going to be playing. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. They just say, I'm not well versed in uh, in the comics, so I, I I wish I had like a guess at a villain. Yeah, Majin, you're in the chat. You got a best guess at a villain uh, that she could play? Yeah, uh, we don't we don't we don't really know there. who she's gonna be, but she's the villain. So you, you got a shot, a shot in the we, dark. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I wish I was well versed in the comic books, man, because I would really love to be able to like be like, who could I see this character as? I have no clue. Uh, but also, I like not being as versed in the comics because I get to learn about characters on fucking screen. You get to and be and then I go back and look at them. You know, like yeah. that's cool. Um. Uh, cool casting news. No idea who she is playing. Yeah, we don't know who she's going to be. But anyway, I mean, we can move on from that. Uh, all right. We have some Borderlands casting news. So as we know, they're making a Borderlands movie, right? We previously talked about on this podcast in the past that we're getting Kate Blanchett. We're getting uh, Kevin Hart. Well, now we have two more casting additions. We have Jamie Lee Curtis joining as uh, Tannis. Uh, you know, the character Dr. Patricia Tannis. Archaeologist in the planet of Pandora. And then also we have Jack Black is gonna be playing Claptrap. So those are the two uh two more cast editions. So they join, like I said, Jamie Lee Curtis and Jack Black are joining uh Kate Blanchett and Kevin Hart in the Borderlands movie. Now, <laughs> Josh, answer answer me this question here. When when we first were uh privy to them uh when they, when they first announced the Borderlands movie and we're like oh I wonder who they're going to cast for the movie did you ever imagine that these people that were naming off would be anywhere near this fucking movie nope like when you were th- like when you're thinking of a Borderlands movie like yeah man Kevin Hart or yeah man fucking Kate Blanchett you know like not that like they're they're like bad casting choices because we don't know the movie isn't out yet we can't judge the casting decisions because the movie isn't out yet you can't you can't you have to watch the movie and then see how it plays out like for the Kevin Hart one in particular they said that he won't be playing his usual jokey role right like he's gonna be doing something a little bit more serious for Roland which makes sense because that's the type of character that Roland is right so. Yeah, how do you feel about Jamie Lee Curtis and Jack Black joining the Borderlands? As you know, characters? I uh, well, I think Jack Black is perfect for Claptrap personally. I think um, that's, that'll be end up being a, a really solid choice as well. Um, it does. I agree with Majin. It feels a little weird. Um, yeah, I mean, at, that's... T- at times, a, a lot of the actors that have been cast as well are. A little bit older than what I would expect those characters in the game to be from when we played them in the game, right? Like, they yeah. always felt that they were younger than the actors they've chosen to represent them in this film. Um, I don't hate it. It's just strange uh, a little bit. Like, I, I still don't know how they're even going to pull this movie off. Like, like, you and I have talked about the style of Borderlands. How are they going to do that in film? 
you know that cell shaded yeah. look it's a it's a very particular style that i don't know i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do like are, are they gonna do it probably not uh could they try it probably but even if you do try it is it gonna work and translate well into a movie i don't know there's, there's i feel so like without questions. that i feel like without that look it's not borderlands it's just some sort of it's just mo- it's just a movie I feel like that's what makes Borderlands Borderlands is that look that has it. That and the outrageous characters. I think if you don't have that look, all you have is a bunch of outrageous characters in Mad Max land fighting a bunch of psychos. You know, so I... Yeah. I I also think it will be interesting to see Kevin Hart in a, a more serious role. I know... Uh, that uh, some of us are like, well, he's short and he's not really intimidating. I, I would like, I want to see what he can do. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. some of the, some of the, some of the greatest actors ever were always, always typecast in these roles where they were comedians first and then became something else later, right? Like yep. we've seen that with other actors like Jim Carrey doing some some drama stuff here and there. That he's really good at and some other. Uh, uh, I mean, like if you've ever seen the actors. For anybody who's ever seen Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler in that movie. Sandler, yes. Is incredible. And that is a like that is a that is a wild like fucking movie. Like that's one of those movies that like I've seen once. I don't know if I need to watch it again because it's like it's good, but that is a rough movie, man. Like holy shit, Uncut Gems is wild. So for me, the casting is not as big an issue for me as I am about how is this going to look on the screen, right? That's to me, to me personally, that's the thing that they have to really capture. The characters are great, but you've got to capture the world of Pandora and that cell shaded look for it to be Borderlands. Otherwise you're just Mad Max. Like, I mean, that's just how I feel about it. You're in this to, on another world. Like it's it's got that look to it. That's what makes Borderlands Borderlands to me. I think uh, I think ultimately for me, it's it's too early. It's too soon. It's too hard to tell because I think when we'll when we'll get a better idea of this whole thing is when we get that first trailer. Yeah, agreed. Because we'll get to see we'll get to see some of this stuff in in action. So. I think that's when we'll be able to get our first proper, like, how is this going to go, you know? Because right now, we don't even have images. We don't have, there's nothing. We just, these are, there's these four people are going to be these characters in this movie. And that's it. We don't know what they're going for or anything like that, so. They better put fucking Scooter in there. Oh, dude, you got to get Scooter in there. You got to have a Scooter. You got to have your catch a ride or you ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, got to have Scooter. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We, we can say that this person isn't, uh, uh, you know, off the, uh, just off hearing this person is going to be playing this person isn't a good pick. But we never know. You know, you could watch the movie and be like, "Wow, that person killed it as, uh, you know, this character." So we, we just, were joking. I was, you don't know until you know, man. They they should make. Uh... Pedro Pascal in this movie as uh, uh, Mordecai. <laughs> Put him in there as Mordecai, bro. Like, he's in everything now. Put him in the Borderlands movie, too. Put him yeah, in all the video game movies. But, but, but do it all. The thing is that you don't want to overdo it either. Okay. Like, 
like do you remember like a time <laughs> like when Hunger Games was huge and like they put Jennifer Lawrence in fucking everything, dude? And I was like, I'll do respect, Jennifer Lawrence. I think you're cool and everything, but I'm sick of seeing your face all over the place. When's uh when's this movie supposed to come out? Borderlands? Oh, does it have dude. a date at all? I don't, I don't even think it does. Well, shit, I mean, you could put him in there. We never, we don't even know when it's coming out. He won't be that's everywhere. True. Um, that's true. I don't know. I, I we'll, we'll see. I, I, I was sitting here trying to think. Who would I have play Scooter? Uh, <laughs> Hell if I know, dude. The way this <laughs> cast is going, it could be anyone. <laughs> I expect him to cap Macaulay Culkin, Scooter. Look. <laughs> <laughs> bro oh man that's funny. that's that's what i'm like i don't think i'm gonna watch this movie anymore <laughs> oh god that's hilarious. all right that's nuts anyway there's there's your borderlands <laughs> news oh boy all right so i have one last thing here and that is that the wizard of there's a wizard of oz remake in the works uh, with New Line, or at New Line, with director Nicole Castle or Cassell. Uh, so yeah, Wizard of Oz, you know the uh, the 1939 musical classic, starring Judy Garland. They're working on a on a fucking remake for it. Um, I think like, I think for most people, The Wizard of Oz is one of those movies that you see like when you're a kid, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's one of those, like, it's such an old movie, but, like, anybody can watch it, like, when they're a kid and, and just, like, like, oh, it's the Wizard of Oz. You got the Tin Man, you got the, the Scaredy Cat my, Lion. My and dad the, still watches it. And the fucking Scarecrow Sometimes. dude. And you got, you know, you got the Judy Garland's Dorothy, you know, looking for the Red Slipper and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. you know, follow the Yellow Brick Road and, and all that. I don't. But, so, so before we get into our thoughts about this, let's, let me, let me read this article here, uh, about this uh uh nicole C- cassell or castle i'm sorry i'm uh, if i'm uh mispronouncing the name uh from watchmen is directing the film an adaptation of l frank Baum's beloved book the wonderful wizard of oz Baum's story has been retold on the big and small screen many times over the years the most memorable being the classic 1939 musical starring judy garland uh new line promises that the upcoming film will be a fresh take on Dorothy and the Land of Oz, adding that it can draw from other elements from Garland's Wizard of Oz, like the prized ruby red slippers. Uh, I'm incredibly honored to join Temple Hill and New Line in bringing this beloved classic to the screen, Cassell said. While the 1939 musical is a part of my DNA, I am exhilarated and humbled by the responsibility of reimagining such a legendary tale. The opportunity to the opportunity to examine the original themes, the quest for courage, love, wisdom, and home feels more timely and urgent than ever. These are profoundly iconic shoes to fill, and I am eager to dance alongside these heroes of my childhood as we pave a newly minted yellow brick road. So that was uh, the quote from her uh, about, you know, being ready to take on the task of making this, uh, you know, this remake this reboot uh uh but yeah if you want to go check out more of the article go over to variety this is where i'm reading this out shout out to variety very reliable uh movie entertainment tv news website shout out to you variety anyway so yeah 
Josh, Wizard of Oz remake. After hearing what you've heard, uh, go. I don't think we need it. I think we already have the the best version of Wizard of Oz that we need, right? I'm tired of all these remakes, personally. This is me personal. Mm -hmm. Like, we're remaking the shit that's good to try to make more money based on the shit that was good. Let's take the shit that was bad and remake that into something good. <laughs> that is what I was going to say. I think we need to stop focusing on remaking things that are already as good as they can be and make the garbage that was awful because clearly like some of these movies that were bad were like from forever ago. So if they tried doing them again nowadays, not only mm -hmm. would they like the story and everything, the characters and all stuff be better, but it would look sound it, like everything, everything would be better. Like, like I don't understand the thinking of like not wanting to improve on a, a piece of shit because you can only go up. Mm -hmm. If you're if you're starting to improve on something that's already good, that's most of the time usually does not end well for you. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. Guys, these they, they, they need to. Uh, they, they, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how this turns out. I mean. It seems like she has a lot of respect and love for the for the original and uh, or the 1939 version and uh, you know and whatnot. But uh, to me, movies like this we'll just they reek of greed. Uh, like we made all this money on uh, the, remember that old Wizard of Oz that was very popular. They made a bunch of money. Let's remake it. Let's make a bunch of more money using the same thing. You're killing innovation. You're you're not being original at all in any way. Like you're just taking something like that and 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 come up with something new that's all i want or take the crap that was bad and make it good like i'm i'm getting remake i'm getting sick of remakes i really am like uh i don't know no i get you i understand I understand. I understand. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of at this. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. But at the same time, I'm like, no matter how many remakes of these things they make, nothing will ever take away the original. That's true. They can make as many remakes as they want to make, and nothing will ever take away that original or the one that you like. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. regardless of all that, there's still always forever going to be that version of that movie that you like. So. I'm with you that they should be more original and try to like do less remakes of things that we don't need remakes of. But also like no matter how many times they try to do stuff over and over again, uh, I'm always going to have the original. So I'm not too pressed about it one way or my, the other. My biggest thing is I like for people to challenge themselves to come up with new story ideas, right? Because when you do remakes, you're just... You're not even, like, really using your own imagination, right? You're taking somebody else's vision. You're always going to have it, no matter how separate you want it to be. You're calling it the Wizard of Oz, and people are going to associate that with the previous one, right? So, like, there's going to be expectations going into that. And I just don't want, like... I, I feel like it kind of kills your own personal storytelling um, thing. Kind of, I, I'm so bad at words, guys. Um, I don't want your imagination to be, kind of be killed by that. I'd rather you challenge yourself and tell your own unique stories. Um, yeah. That's kind of the last thing I wanted to say on that.
right, all right, all right. Uh, if well, that's all with, there with is. That, yeah, with that, we end our news portion of the uh, the episode. We did the news, guys. We had some great discussion on some things there. I absolutely. really enjoyed it. Um, absolutely, absolutely. From Google Stadia to the Wizard of Oz. There you go. Uh, to RoboCop in part two. Daniel, do you need a break, or shall we just no, roll right on in? We should just go straight into it. Let's hit it. Boom, 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 um, boom. We need, we need, we need to like. I'd buy that for a dollar. Sound. I'd person. buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Let's uh. <laughs> we, we can do the air horn. And there you go. Uh. Okay. So yeah, RoboCop, nineteen eighty-seven, the original. This is a retro rewind episode. Uh, where we, you know, as 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 Josh stated at the at the beginning of the show, retro rewind. For those who don't know, uh, Josh, if you would so kindly explain what you uh, said at the beginning of the episode, I got you. For retro rewind. Retro rewinds are movies or uh, mostly movies. There may be a show someday. We never really talked about it, but they're mostly movies that we go back that are usually things we hadn't either seen in a while or have never seen that are kind of like a little bit older, a little retro um, that we haven't, uh, and that, that we go back and watch and then we talk about them on the, on the show here. Yeah. Um, that's what retro rewatch is. Um, and this, oh, yeah. uh, this previous one, we've done a few of these. We've done, uh, I think the last one we did was kingdom of heaven, the director's cut, which was so long. <laughs> It's it such really a long was. film. It really was um, a long movie. Um, um, and this one was RoboCop from nineteen eighty-seven. Yes, the original, um, not not the twenty fourteen reboot. We're not the remake. OG, yeah. OG RoboCop, which Peter Weller, the, man. Peter Weller, yeah. Which, dude, after rewatching this movie, I'm like, this is like, this is definitely eighties as fuck, but also, oh, like, it so is. This movie is fucking brutal. And also, there is a word in here in this movie that is said mm. that is no longer said nowadays. It's not very PC mm. to say nowadays. No. Uh, no. There was a particular scene where, if you recall, uh, one of our uh, main characters, Clarence, pops out the, uh, what, is it, what is it called? The Cobra Assault Cannon. And he mm-hmm. let, and then the homie on the left calls the other dude the f word, and you're like, whoa, yeah, that's something people that was that was said before, like just you know, joking, just, just dudes joking around that that we don't we don't use anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, so RoboCop 1987, the original. Where do we want to start off on this one, Josh? Well, you, first off, take you, the lead and guide it here for this. Before we get started. started. You like the movie, yes? Oh, I love the movie. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fantastic. I, I, I RoboCop OG is top is, is awesome. Yeah. I also like OG RoboCop. I saw it way before I should have seen it growing up. I watched I, it as a kid. Probably same, dude. I watched a lot of movies I shouldn't have as a kid. And but, also as a know. kid, don't don't didn't realize. Yeah, I don't know those words. And the violence never seemed to bother me as a kid either. Yeah, I, mean, I just yeah, liked RoboCop. Which, which, I thought he was way, this movie is violent as hell. Oh dude. my god, it's so violent. This movie is super violent. When, when okay, we're gonna we're gonna start getting into spoilers here. So be, be if you warned. haven't seen 1987 RoboCop, get out of the chat. Yeah, <laughs> and, and watch uh, it. If you're in our Discord and want to watch it, 
DM me, we'll watch it together. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but dude, when they when he when they fucking kill his ass, bro, and like Clarence shoot like shotguns his fucking hand off, you're like, dude, dude. Oh man, that's so brutal, man. They, it's so violent. I was looking at some of the trivia for that, by the way, and uh-huh. um, after after a movie's over, I'll, I'll often go to the IMDb and just look up the trivia. Uh-huh. Originally, it was even worse than what they showed, and what they showed was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> uh, and they restored that stuff, apparently, in the director's cut of the film. Um, it's so... Br- they brutally murder... Yeah, they, uh, Mur- Mur- Murphy, Murphy gets fucking destroyed, dude. Yeah, like they shoot the shit out of him. They they like completely destroy this dude in the smithereens, man. Like they fuck him up like big time. Which version is, did I watch? It's Look. brutal as hell, man. They like it, it starts with Clarence shooting his fucking arm off, or his hand off, and like they completely just massacre this man. I watched the original yes. rated R version. That's the and one yes, I saw. I watched the uh, yeah. I, I also watched the uh, the unrated uh, the uh, you know the, the the badass version, so to speak. Yeah. Part man, part machine, all cop. I uh, all cop. Uh, going back to watching this way before I should have. I had the little I had a RoboCop toy while while I was watching the movie. I, I was like, I remember having a little action figure, and you could take the helmet off, and it had Murphy's face, and you could put like the fucked up Murphy helmet on it. You know, the one that's got like you could see the eye and stuff on it. I remember having that toy as a kid. Yeah. Um. I had a RoboCop wanna, action figure as well. I think. I remember. Sorry, I don't remember watching the movie open. You see all these '80s like trailer, not trailers, but like commercials, uh, where where it, like opens up with like the uh, the news guys. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The movie opens um, up like that, yeah. Uh, and then there's intermittent cuts during the movie where they're showing off like Nukem, the fucking board game, or uh, um, and it's just like. After watching, having watched WandaVision and them having those weird commercials, even though they don't have anything to do with each other, obviously, but it's like it made me think of that. Like, hey, look at these weird, goofy commercials that are in here, and I'd buy that for a dollar, Philip. Um, this movie is. Uh, what am I trying to say? Ridiculous in a good way. <laughs> at at times, oh, yeah. with the. Yeah. Um. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. It de- it definitely is. It definitely is ridiculous in a uh, in a in a good way. Um, like the whole like, I'd buy that for a dollar. They do that like multiple times throughout the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And then like you see these like, like fuck, what's his name? Bob, right? That dude, fucking Bob, man. That guy is uh, he's like snorting coke off some woman's titties and shit at some point mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, Bob Bob Morton. Yeah, like right before got, he dies, right? Like they, I got a couple of dates with a couple I got a date with a couple models. Yeah, he's got two girls with him and he's like, yeah. The movie is 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 wild. Um but uh 
yeah, I, I get what you mean when you say that the movie is like wild and the or, or, or what was the phrasing that you used? But like, I know, I know what you mean <laughs> like, when you said just, that. But, just ridiculous in a good yeah, way. Ridiculous in a good way. Yeah, it, it's it is. It really is. Uh, like that's yeah, hundred percent. Um, there's a lot of like quotable things in this movie. You know, like the dead or alive, you're coming with me. Oh my god, uh, so many lines. You know, and then like there's that classic scene. Where like the the rapist guys like going up to the girl mm-hmm. like getting you know getting ready to you know do that and then RoboCop like shoots him in the dick and mm-hmm. he's like you're a move creep and he like Man. oh dude <laughs> no dude that uh, shit would suck so would, bad yeah it would but guess what <laughs> don't do that shit bro no no he had it coming he had it he coming deserves that don't be doing that shit oh yeah. I don't I don't want to get shot in the dick. I mean, who does? But but that guy, especially with RoboCop's big ass hand cannon, that fucking fucking, gun is huge. His gun is badass. They they even like make a point to like in the movie when they're all at the shooting range, and they're like, "Yo, look at this fucking gun or whatever." Like it's, I believe his his weapon is called the uh, the Auto Nine pistol, if I'm not mistaken. It is a really cool ass like machine pistol. It's it's badass. It's really really cool. But the movie is also for for all its ridiculousness and, and fun action stuff to it, it has a lot of uh, themes on identity um, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and regaining your identity. Um, and Murphy's and on redis- you know, rediscover the person he used to be after you know yes happened. and 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 corporate. Uh, interference and greed and 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 yeah. shit like that like i'm so bad at, at at themes and talking about them but i wanted to mention them and 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 the things that make us uh human right like yeah. it ta- since what's left of murphy there's not a whole lot left of him after getting fucking just absolutely murdered by clarence in the fucking gang in his gang yeah dude again that scene of him just getting destroyed by those guys is it's it definitely like like they don't have that in the reboot. It's not that bad in the reboot, like at all. So it's it's uh yeah, yeah. It's that scene is like one of the better ones in the original, but it's it's crazy. Um, another another part of the movie that just makes me feel how brutal it is is when they're turning. Murphy's died, right? And they have the trauma team, which by the way. That's an actual trauma team. Those aren't actors. They're ablibing their lines. I read this in the trivia, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is why it feels so real about his death. When they're first turning Murphy into RoboCop, he, the lady's like, "We were able to save the arm." And he's like, "We agreed on total, uh, what is it, body replacement or whatever." He's like, "Get rid of the arm." They say, so "Just fucking chop Murphy's arm off, dude," and they to play it off like it's nothing, like it's. He's, he signed his waivers. He's legally dead. We could do whatever we want with him. Like, fuck you, dude. That's yeah. so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucked up. Now, that's just one of this, uh, one of many of these scenes uh, that stand out to me. Um, and then, like, there's also, like, there's a point in time, like, after he shoots the dude in the dick, where, like, it kind of feels like a, mo- like, montage isn't the right word, but, like, he leaves the police station and then it's like one place to another, one place to another. Like you go to one spot, all right, 
take care of this crime, go to another place, take care of this crime, go to the other place, you know. Um, which I thought was uh was interesting. Um mm-hmm. yeah, and then there's the whole like who made you, <laughs> which I was <laughs> laughing at. That that got me. Uh yeah, I don't know. And then we I mentioned Bob already as well, you know. Went from snorting uh, you know, on some boobies to, to getting blown up. That guy I had to kill time, Bob Morton because he made a mistake. The time of his <laughs> life to uh to, to death in a matter of seconds, a matter of minutes. Kerwood Smith is so great as Clarence. I Kurt love him. Kerwood Smith as Clarence is. is he fantastic. loves being a villain in this movie. It he is. Really, He's really good in this one. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Like I always, uh, I always remember him as like Red Foreman from that '70s show. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So it's it's funny. Like here's fucking Kurtwood Smith being a fucking villain guy. You know, it's it's cool. What's funny is apparently Ronnie Cox before this movie, the dude that plays Dick Jones. Was always like considered a good guy in movies or played intellectual roles in film. Uh, and like, this is the movie that, but when I first saw this movie, I always associated that actor as being a villain because he's a villain in this movie. And I think in the movie after this, Total Recall. So I got used to him being a villain long before I thought he was a good guy. And the same with Kurtwood Smith. See, I'd never seen him before. I didn't watch that 70s show or anything like that. Yeah. So I always thought, that's the dude that played Clarence in RoboCop. That dude's yeah. evil. I mean, that, that's how it is. It, it it always depends on where you see a certain actor or actress for the first time, right? Like, wherever you see them for the first time is typically where you're going to be like, oh, that's what I know them from. That's what they are to me. Uh, and then other, it'll be like that for everyone else. Like, you know, you just said, like, yeah, like when I think of Kurtwood Smith, I think of him from RoboCop, of course, but like also like that '70s show, you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it just you know depends for everybody. It's it's just interesting how it is. Like, what, where did you like see this person for the first time? Which I I can't. That's not something that I can do for every actor actress. Like I I'm not gonna remember the first time I saw, you know, whatever. Just name a random actor or actress. That probably. I may or may not remember where I've seen them from, you know, like it won't always, mm-hmm. I won't always remember where I, where I, first time I saw them. In. But anyway, but I digress. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's funny how that works. Uh, I know we're just hopping around the movie cause we're never, we don't do full breakdowns of the movies. If you want to watch it, obviously go watch it. But I will say uh, one of my favorite scenes is the drug bust where he's where RoboCop Clarence and the other Sal, I think was the character's just random throwaway character, uh, are in there talking about drugs and shit. And they pull guns and, and Clarence is like, ooh, guns, guns, guns. I love that line, by the way. It makes me crack up. Um, yeah, yeah. But then RoboCop crashes the party and it's just a fucking gunfight. Breaks, it's just shooting them all in this fucking drug factory processing place. I love that scene. That's when he's going to arrest like Clarence or whatever. He mm-hmm. beats the fuck out of him, by the way. <laughs> he starts throwing him through panes of glass and shit. Oh, I love that. I love that part of the movie. Yeah, um, there's, there's a lot of good good moments in the movie. Um, and yeah, and then I was gonna bring it up earlier, but you had or you had already did it. Um, or you were going to. Uh, was the whole like Murphy identity remembering thing, which is a, a very cool part of the movie. Um, and then his. Uh, you know his uh his partner, uh, which we haven't mentioned at all yet. 
but she's great. And Lewis, yeah, Officer Lewis. Um, she's 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 a badass in her own right, man. I mean, she ends up yeah. blowing up uh, fucking uh, what's his name your, at the end of the movie. Your first introduction of Anne Lewis is her getting pushed by a dude she's arresting, and she beats the fuck out of him. Like that's your introduction to her early on in the movie. So immediately, she's a badass female character in this film you know it right away because she's she doesn't take any shit she can take a hit and keep on coming right like and they don't stop coming and yeah no but yeah yeah <laughs> she she definitely she can handle herself for sure which for like an 80s movie is quite progressive um Uh, yeah, she, she she was a great character in the movie for sure. Um, but I, I, yeah, I want to bring her up because like we hadn't I don't think we'd mentioned her up until this point. So, yeah, yeah. no, we, she's she's, a she's a important she's an important character on that step for Murphy to remember who he is. Um, yeah. Also, shout outs to Peter Weller as well because portraying a character that has to wear a helmet and you can only see from the face down most of the movie mm -hmm. is very easy to portray. That's kind of crazy, actually. A lot of people don't like doing that. Like, they, you know, if they're like, especially nowadays, like if you're the movie, the big movie star actor, you know, you gotta, you gotta show off your face or whatever, right? Like, I can. There's a few instances of of this situation that I can remember, and the one that I always like comes to mind for me is Carl Urban in Dread, right? Because like, he never, never throughout that entire movie takes off his helmet. He, you can all you can see is like, you know, here from here to here and like mm -hmm. shout out to carl urban man because that was, he, he, he he's a fantastic dread and uh you know never uh never took off the helmet so those types of characters are yeah they're yeah for sure uh like you were saying josh giving credit to uh peter weller another yeah. another reason uh from the helmet the helmet thing is like movie studios are like we're paying them all this money we're paying for the face so let's Let's see the face, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but I think it's a hell of a challenge to wear a helmet and still act. Like, crazy. No, yeah, for sure. Um, Ed 209 is, like, my favorite big fucking robot ever with his fucking big machine guns. And just straight up murders that dude. Dude, yeah. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> I, I I like when the, there's a scene where um, Dick Jones and Bob Morton are in the bathroom, right? And Bob mm -hmm. Morton's talking shit on him. And he's talking about... And Ronnie Cox... Ronnie Cox. Dick Jones. Sorry, I, got, I said the actor's name instead of the character. And he's talking about, like... We had spare parts for 25 years, military contracts. Who cared if it worked? I love that so much. Like, it just shows how shitty that company, OCP, and how villainous they are. Like, who gives a fuck if it works? Who cares if I murdered this dude in the boardroom in front of everybody? And they're just a little mad about it. He gets real murderous over the fact that he... Who cares if it worked? I was going to make all this money with these military contracts and spare parts. Like, mega corporations, dude. Yeah. The fucking corpos, man. Like, cyberpunk. The damn corpos, yeah. Not very, uh, uh, not very chum like. 
Um, yeah, no, <laughs> not, not, not very gym like. Oh shit! He's a he's a big gonk. He's a big old big gonk. big giant gonk. Yep. Yeah, he's, he wasn't uh, a gym at all. God damn! I, I we spent a lot of time talking about. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I love no. I just I love cyberpunk lingo. I'm sorry. Go go on. No, no. I was just thinking we we spent a lot of time talking about Clarence, but the rest of the gang's great too. Uh, uh, all the other uh, minor, I'll say my, minor bad guys that they all take part in murdering Murphy are all are all great and evil and sadistic in their own way. Um, hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, like the scene where like uh, Clarence put brings out the uh, the Cobra cannon or whatever the hell it's called. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, "Oh, let me take a let me let me you know." Like I said, there's that one point in the movie where he's like, "Give it up," you know, f word, little man. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit." Uh, but yeah, all all those guys were 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 nutty in 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 a good way for for the the characters that they were they were playing. Um, I'll I'll always remember the line. Can you fly, Bobby? Fucking throws him out of the fucking car. Fucking cop car. Also, how badass is it that Murphy dual wields pistols and sticks out of the car shooting at those dudes? Like, (laughs) I never see a cop doing that in a movie. He's got two pistols hanging out the side of his car shooting at the at the fucking gang. Uh, Also, they're uh, extremely. Crazy two cops going off after that large gang that just robbed this bank and they're obviously dangerous. Like, oof. I, mean, I think dude. I would have I would have probably backed off if it was me. They <laughs> <laughs> uh. were they're, they're uh, answering the call, man. They were they were doing what they had to do. What they thought what they felt they had to do, man. Mm-hmm. Uh goodness. What else can we talk about? Uh Um, um, there's a lot of ultra violence. I guess we could talk about the ultra violent. There's a lot of very brutal shit that happens. Yeah, we kind of touched upon that a little. A bit, lot of people yeah. get murdered. Uh, somebody gets stabbed up through the neck through a thing, and that was pretty brutal. Uh, they get blown up. Oh my god, the special effects for the acid melting man. Ooh. Fucking uh, oh, I yeah. remember as a kid, that shit was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh, which which one is that? Emil is that the one that gets melted? Um. I think it is that one. Oh, uh, he, he gets like covered in this goo, and like his skin's all melted. And and the other uh, that other character's like, uh, help me, help me, and he's like, don't touch me, man. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh. Oh my god. That shit's nasty. I think now as a kid, I remember that being scary. <laughs> a little melding man. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was it was it was pretty gnarly to look at, dude. Like special like, effects shit. for 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 an eighty seven movie. The special effects on point. Pretty yeah, pretty damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not 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 bad at all. Bad at all. Uh, I'm trying to think what, yeah. Um, oh, here's something that I didn't mention at all. The theme okay. is badass as hell, dude. Oh, the music, yeah, the Robocop theme. 
So good, man. That is a that is one that like just always I can just hum like randomly throughout because it's it's so fucking good, dude. Like how like how how it just I don't know why, like whenever I think of like themes or whatever, it isn't one that doesn't like for some reason doesn't come to my mind. But after rewatching the movie, I'm like, yeah, what the hell, dude? This is a great ass theme. Why didn't I how come I don't like talk about this one more often? That one's cool, man. It's, it's it sounds like really cool, man. Really badass. Um, uh, speaking of like the music, but also the sound effects are great. Like the uh, all the little cybernetic, the walk is iconic, right? When oh he's, yeah. Oh the, yeah. I can't make the sound, obviously, but like yeah, but yeah, the the when he moves and makes the noise, like that's RoboCop. If I heard that just out and about, I'd be looking around like, where the fuck's RoboCop at? You know, because yeah. that's what I associate with the with the sound, with the uh, the targeting systems when yeah. they're when they're testing out his uh, targeting system with the pin uh, early on in the movie. Um, all the little sounds for the machine body to work are just stick in my mind, and will always stick in my mind, uh, just because I, I will always associate them with the movie. Um. So they did a really good job on that stuff. Uh, what else can we talk about? Um, I know this movie inspired a lot of uh, people with their careers that, that went on to make like science fiction films and such, like uh, 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 Ken Russell and, and uh, just a whole bunch of uh, other folks. Uh uh the the guys from like doom eternal were inspired by robocop mm. uh robocop is appears in the new in, more, in like the newest mortal kombat like mortal kombat 11 he's a guest character in there he's still voiced by uh peter weller in that um so even to the modern day um RoboCop survives and lives on, even though they've uh, they tried to remake it into not a uh, <laughs> trying to get a PG rating movie out of RoboCop or something crazy like Wait. that. Man, like that's yeah. We're not here to talk about the remake though. Um, uh, just it's uh, it's so. Cr- I just remember growing up and being like, man, what if RoboCop fought the Terminator? Or stupid, you know, just stupid stuff yeah, like that yeah, you think yeah, of as a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... I think there's like, there's something about... I've seen something. It's like the, the fucking NES game or whatever, you know? Yeah, and then they have like comic books and stuff. And I remember there being a robot RoboCop uh, video game. And I always wanted like more RoboCop video games, but there wasn't really... Like there Shit. was a RoboCop video game that came out in two thousand and three. That was the first person shooter. That's another game somebody should make, man. Let's get another RoboCop game. Dude. Let's get another RoboCop game. Yeah, we give have it to Terminator. Me. We have Predator. We, you know, aliens and and all that stuff. Let's get let's get RoboCop. Let's get a modern RoboCop game. Come on, guys. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. Somebody somebody out there is listening to us, right? I mean, come on, do it. Make it happen. Give me a third person RoboCop where I can go around and f some shit up, dude. 
Let's do it. This movie has inspired a lot of people. There's been a lot of, uh, I know there was a lot of fan films that have been made for RoboCop. There were RoboCop animated cartoons. There was a RoboCop live action like series for a little bit. I remember watching it as a kid. Uh, so overall, I like RoboCop. If you yeah, haven't figured we, yeah. it out yet. We, 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 we do like <laughs> RoboCop quite a bit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When 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 was was that last game you were talking about? The last RoboCop game? I think. Let me look. I'm now I'm just curious that? about like when the last time fucking. I was looking on the wiki to uh to be a hundred percent honest and open with everybody. I was, I'll be honest, I was like, I'll be honest. I don't I don't remember when the last RoboCop game was. So. I remember there I remember there was one before that, but the, the 2003 one is the last one I remember. Oh my god, there was a there was a there was a wow, they had a video game in 1988. Holy shit. Oh, damn. oh look at that, it's a side scroller. I think I remember playing this. <laughs> I see a picture of it. I think I remember playing this. Uh uh Oh, they had an Android game for the remake, but that was it. I, I somehow never played the 2003 one. I missed this one for some reason. I don't know if it was very well received or not. Like I don't even yeah, I don't remember this game. I need like I need to watch like some gameplay of it or something because I don't I don't think I ever played it. Also, I didn't know this till I was like looking at it because I don't I'm not very good at keeping track of directors or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, RoboCop, Total Recall, and Starship Troopers were all directed by the same dude. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, wait, really? I didn't even realize it. That's that's how bad I am at keeping track of who is it directing what. Um. Well, now you know, right? What all awards did this did this win? Accolades, yeah. Oh. Robo Robocop received one award from the Academy Awards Special Achievement for Best Sound Editing. That's pretty cool. Um. It was also nominated for Best Film Editing, Best Sound. Nominations, nominations. Huh. And they have RoboCop comic books. I've never looked at any of the comic books. Um. There's yeah, I don't know like, what else to say. There's a lot of like fun facts and stuff. Like apparently, uh, like the RoboCop suit was so hot and heavy that like Peter Weller had P Peter Weller had like trouble like obviously moving in it and like you know the shots of him like going in like in the car or whatever is like you see him like either going into it or getting out of it or like just the feet or whatever. Cause yeah, know, he was, he was rocking his chonies in the fucking car. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was just sitting in the, in his chonies in the mm -hmm. suit. Cause apparently it was so hot that he was losing three pounds a day from the water loss. Yeah, dude. You're yeah. You're sweating. They, I think they, I think the yeah. trivia said they eventually put an air conditioner in it or something. Yeah, They eventually installed an AC in it. Yeah, yeah. Man, they didn't think that through. You didn't think that you heavy. You better put an AC in that thing. That thing's hot. I, th that's why all the cosplaying stormtroopers of the 501st have ACs in their helmets and shit, man. Cause fuck yeah. that, dude. 
That'd be awful. That'd be terrible. That'd be, yeah, fuck all that, dude. But yeah, um, it's a, it's a great, great fun action movie. Um, if you haven't checked it out, I definitely recommend checking out the 1987 RoboCop, the OG, the original, um, directed by Paul uh, Verhoeven, um, starring Peter Weller, Nancy Allen, you know Kurtwood Smith, Miguel Ferrer. Rewise, so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, good, good, good stuff. Good movie. Um, they have um, <clears throat> two more sequels. There's the RoboCop two and RoboCop three. But I mean, really, yo, RoboCop one is where it's at, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's where it's at. And then, of course, they did the reboot in 2014, which I didn't think was terrible. But it's just not the same. Did you ever yeah. watch the reboot? I did see the reboot, but for me, it's forgettable. Like yeah, it, it's not. Not, it's not like that's not me good. shitting on it or thinking it's bad or anything. It's just it's got nothing that makes me that makes me think, "Ooh, RoboCop! I gotta watch that movie." When I think of '87 RoboCop, I'm like, "Oh man, that's where fucking Kurtwood Smith is a fucking psych- psychopathic fucking murderer." Yeah. <laughs> and with his gang murders the shit out of Alex Murphy who becomes Robocop and says give me my fucking phone call as he spits a huge gob of blood on the damn file case right there in front of the cops yeah uh uh like this the, like the it's just so quotable I, like I can think of so many quotes from the movie I can't think of anything from the remake. No offense to the, those guys. I, I I like Joel Kinnaman, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. So again, overall, we really, we, both of us really enjoy this movie. Uh, classic eighties mm-hmm. action sci-fi dealio satire, a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid Talking cast of people cor- here. Corporate greed uh, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you need a, if you're stuck at home, like the rest of us, and you've never <laughs> seen RoboCop, go go watch it. Have a, it just out. be, just don't watch it with the kids. Yo, it's radio, <laughs> rated R movie. Uh, it's very gory. It's very violent. Um. And the language is definitely not for the kiddies, but no. Um, and also keep in mind, it's an '80s movie, so there are some words and things that happen that yes. that aren't uh, you know, they're they're outdated, they're outdated, to say the least. Um, but there's still a lot of good 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 stuff in this movie to uh, appreciate and and like and and all that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I guess that's RoboCop then. Yeah, I guess, I guess uh, that'll, that'll that'll do it, my friend. That'll be it. Uh, uh, love stuff, it, man. Love yeah. it. Uh, closing, I will say this movie cost apparently like thirteen million to make, and it it made like fifty three million at the box office. Not to mention all the stuff, all the profit they probably made on all the other shit they made. Because I remember their toys and all that stuff. So, oh yeah, crazy. 
crazy mm -hmm. time. Oh, there's the RoboCop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go listen to the RoboCop theme once we're done. It's good, good ass kicking music. Oh yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the gun spin. I like when he spins his gun. That he gets oh. from like the uh, fucking little uh, TV show for his son. Uh, what the fuck it's called? Oh uh, fuck! I where he spins the it. thing around. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I, I fucking I forget what that TV show was called. Yeah, it's like fucking Johnny yeah, Laser. Some his son, his son watches the show, and and yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the first clue to who he is. The Alex Murphy is RoboCop. It's like he does yeah, the yeah, move. You, you, you see like his, like you know, see the flash of him. You see the flash of him, and like you know, his son watching TV. He's like, "Yo, can you do that, Dad, or whatever?" And yeah. yeah. You know, and then it's like it's like a video game, you know, memory unlocked, and you know, RoboCop mm -hmm. starts to, you know, rem or, or Murphy starts to remember who he is, you know. So, yes, sir, yes, He spins his gun. Paula, have you never seen RoboCop? We'll have to show you RoboCop. She probably hasn't, but <clears throat> it's very violent, though. So. I don't see um, the thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's Paula's type of movie, but but maybe. Probably maybe. not. We'll I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll we'll, we'll have to see, right? We'll have to wait and see. Probably, probably, well, who knows? Maybe. Uh, Mayhaps right. it is. Mayhaps it isn't. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be it. So Josh that'll be a show. Out. Let's let's get to here, our goodbye sir. screens. You're up first, bud. All right. Thank you for joining us and watching this episode of the Clockwork Cantina, episode 63. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for hanging out. For those of you who are here live, we appreciate you as always. And if you're watching on the YouTube, I upload these to my channel on, on the YouTube, like I said. Uh, appreciate you watching the replay. We also put them up on the Google Drive for the uh, MP3s and whatnot. Um, yeah, coming up for me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm playing The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild on stream, so we'll be doing that on Monday. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're still going through that. I'm doing this new thing on my stream called Free Play Fridays, where, uh, you know, we we let like I just said, we're playing Breath of the Wild, you know, a couple days, and then we you know we take a break and 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 play something uh a little different just to mix things up and uh, you know. Just, just have it be a, a little, a little fresh. Um, but anyway, uh, that's gonna be it. So thank you guys. I will see you all later. Have a good one. Bye bye now. See you next time. All right, guys. Thank you for watching the Clockwork Cantina. I hope you got your dose of news and enjoyed the little discussion we had on RoboCop. Um, uh, go watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, it's a good time. Uh, coming up, no D&D tomorrow. I canceled that. Um, I'm going to get drunk instead and watch movies. Uh, no, I'm joking. Well, kind of joking. I didn't have enough plan to, to run D&D this week because we've been rooting, tooting, cowboy shooting uh, quite a bit the last week, and I got, I just, I fucked, I fucked up and didn't, and didn't plot enough. I totally own that, and we'll do better in the future for that for my players. Um, coming up for me... I need to I need to pick a date to return to streaming, um, so I'm gonna work on 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 that. Um, 
Uh, next week we will have D and D and another Clockwork Cantina. Oh, we're doing something different next week, but you'll see that I guess if, if we don't want to talk about it now. On um, what next next week's uh, topic is going to be about? It'll be fun though. Check it out. Stop by. Stop by if you like video games. I'll give you a little hint. Um, and I think that is going to do it, guys. Um, have a happy and safe Valentine's Day. Uh, for those of you out there that are going to be with your loved ones, enjoy. For the rest of us, there's alcohol and movies. Um, we will see you all later. Bye-bye now. <laughs>